There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yeah, yo, yeah, yo, everyone. That is the voice of your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney. And you read the title of this pod, correct, folks? We are having our second helping of God of War Ragnarok. But this time it's a little bit different. If you guys tuned in on our last pod for God of War Ragnarok, we were giving you our expectations and kind of like a retrospective of the series. What were our expectations going in? How did we become fans of God of War? And what did Ragnarok really need to do for us as a sequel to God of War 2018? I think that was a game that a lot of us here enjoyed, and uh, it set very, very high expectations going into the sequel to God of War 2018. Uh, but now, this time, everyone here, we've we finished God of War Ragnarok. Main story, mostly. I, I know some of us are all over the place in terms of side content, but the main story beats, we're done. And we got a lot to say about it. We got a lot to say about Ragnarok, the gameplay, the story, the characters. Oh, man. What a ride. What a ride. But before we dive in, with me, as always, is fellow Yonko Grandmaster. Who? Gr Grandmaster, did, you fit, did this fix your Arkham obsession? Were you able to just dive into Ragnarok and just enjoy it from beginning to end? No breaks, no nothing, just bam, here I am, Kratos and Atreus. I wish you didn't bring up Arkham and all that. I don't think anyone buys into that. Yes, of I was course. easily able to dive in without breaks. Uh, I mean, I will ha the most breaks I did was like a four-day break. Uh, very engaging, very hard to not want to stop. Uh, it's just an excellent story. Excellent game. Uh, well worth the wait, and dare i say it delivers on all fronts um so Ooh. extremely satisfied with the final product so as far as stand okay okay fair enough fair enough but we are not alone in this endeavor today we have fellow supernovas and admirals alike to join us on this deep dive of god of war ragnarok vienna vienna page in dr mondo no relation to grandmaster hoop hooper tv and let's get into it. So I guess we can, you know, preface this at the beginning. Uh, overall thoughts, you know, what did you guys think about Ragnarok as a whole? Did it live up to the original God of War 2018? Uh, where do you think it stands with the rest of the series? And is it fitting as a conclusion overall to the uh, the Norse saga of, of God of War? Yeah, for me, I was going to say that it was my original kind of playthrough of God of War 2018. Like, I enjoyed it. thought the gameplay was fun. I thought it was, like, it was, like, kind of cool how you're able to, like, customize Kratos. And then the moment when he gets the chains, I hope that's not a spoiler uh, for anybody. Oh, no, this is... Five years are, later. The spoiler, <laughs> the spoiler ban is lifted. This is all spoilers. And this is yeah. this is the sequel to that game where that was <laughs> revealed. Yeah. So like the moment when he gets the chains, I mean, like I think for a lot of people, mind blowing. 
Um, so I kind of went in with this game. I was like, I want at least one more moment where they like have like a chain kind of reveal something like that blues blows my mind that's like leans into the gameplay and to be honest they didn't quite have that but they had so much more like smaller moments overall that i think like i do put this above i think it lived up to the hype um i was like definitely impressed and i think what i was most impressed by was none other than i know we're gonna get into it was our man atreus Ooh. i thought i thought he was fine in the first game borderline annoying Borderline Ooh. annoying. How dare <laughs> put some respect on Atreus? What this game? This game loved him. He's uh he's the background for a reason. Okay, so, okay. They really came through with Atreus, and I was really impressed with, with that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Doctor Mondo and overall thoughts. Like, as a huge fan of the God of War series, even before the 2018, and uh, um extraordinary game that was 2018 that just like set the bar so high that you would think you can't get better than this you know 2018 god of war was a work of art and santa monica studio delivered like santa monica studio gave us ragnarok which is just it did what i thought was impossible which was not only be at the same level like surpass it in it made like a breathtaking story amazing characters you could feel for all the different characters in the game not to mention the visuals the gameplay themselves and obviously like the side content and even the gory epic epicness that goes with god of war everything really can't wait to talk more about it i'm very excited yeah, just to shout out Santa Monica really quick, too. They delivered it on time. Like, there was, like, no delay. It was, like, 2022. There, were, there was one delay. It was, was supposed delay? to come out last year. It was supposed okay. to come out last year. But but that was, like nowadays, that was the only one. That was the only one. It feels like nowadays everything's getting pushed back, like, two to three years. Two to three times. You know, we've been waiting right. for Breath of the Wild forever. And it right. just felt like... I think early on this year, the thought was like, there's no way Ragnarok's being finished by. I, I honestly thought it was not coming out this year. I, I like really no thought it wasn't. And then they did, and they delivered, which was really impressive. Yeah, like nothing. I mean, I I, I agree with all of your points. Um, like this game had so much on its shoulders coming in. And there was a fear that, you know, with a game that's trying to wrap up or be the the conclusive chapter in a saga there's a lot of expectations going in and for a lot of game franchises regardless of how much quality the games before it may have sometimes the final chapter is kind of lackluster um but i feel like with god of war they've they've really hit it i mean like even going back into the greek mythos the, during the greek times leading up to god of war 3 god of war 3 was supposed to be the last one it finished the story and god of war 3 delivered it delivered on all fronts. Um, and then going into this one with Ragnarok, I feel like it's the same thing. Something about Santa Monica Studios, they know how to do conclusive chapters to their stories. I, I mean, they've done it twice. They're two for two. Um, and uh, yeah, gameplay in Ragnarok, fantastic. Uh, just story, fantastic. The characters... And I can't wait to get into Atreus. Uh, Atreus was a key factor in enjoying this game as much as I did. Huge. 
easily Huge. easily um but of course you know we pick up in this game right where the last one left off the the prophesized ragnarok it's here and what are we doing we're trying to avoid it we're trying to just ignore it kind of brush it under the rug try and make sure that uh we have nothing to do with it well kratos is kratos is like let's not worry about it it's a thimble winter i think it's called and it's like no. they're like well thimble yeah, winter ahead. at the ragnarok comes at the end of thimble winter got you so you know things are bad it's really cold in midgar um things are not looking great and kratos is like let's just sit tight you know and little does he know that our boy atreus is uh not sitting as tight as i think kratos thinks he is which i think was a good opening yeah yeah that intro i mean i do want to talk about the intro that intro was just fantastic it set the tone perfectly i mean i'm a sucker for games where you're at the main menu and you see your main character just kind of standing around doing whatever. And then when you click start or new game, the scene transitions into the actual uh, like scene that transpires. I, I don't know. For me, that's that's cinema. That's peak cinema. Right? It's great. And I just feel no, like, like those moments, and I'll just be real quick. The, these those moments, I mean, like when I'm starting up a new game and like those moments happen, like usually when I'm like, oh, this is a bigger one, I'm gonna be invested. Like that first night, like I'm waiting for like a Friday night where I have nothing to go on the next day. I get myself a bottle of wine. Like I'm like I'm like sipping something nice. <laughs> I'm getting a, like in a good mood. To, like, You're getting in it. the mood. I like it. You know, like it, it takes me in, and it does take me in. This game did a great job of that. So, no, like going going in with that, like the when. The game just like jumps into what like whatever scene you see in the main menu. It's like it just makes you feel as though this isn't this isn't a game. It's a movie or something else, an experience where you're just living it. It's right there in front of you. And one thing that I loved from the first like God of War 2018, they continued it on here. I just love that it's all one shot. Yes, like, I just love, absolutely love no cutting. It's just like everything leads into this like every door you open another room everything is just one shot it's like you're there no cutscenes, no loadings right screen. right just right. there that's I think, that's oh go ahead oh i think everything well i feel you know it is a game right but i feel everything god of war is centered around the story first i think all hands were on deck for the story and then they said let's build a game around this story and you know one shot you know being one whole shot it's like and you know the start menu going straight into the opening sequence it's like we need to deliver on the story front and you know being a decade-long series and you know them upping the ante every time they said we need to deliver a story that you know does good by you know 2018 god of war but for the franchise overall and i think this game just does so well by the story and the characters that everything else comes second for me and i feel that should be the overall consensus yep um mm -hmm. Yep. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, I no, think you're right. Yeah. I think like no, the story, right. 
The story's really immersive. And it's not like you're at hour 20 and you're like, oh, is it still one shot? Oh yeah, it is. It's still good. It's like, it's kind of like, it's like used as a way to like immerse yourself. It's like you eventually like forget about it. You know, you're just kind of like in the world and it's like not cutting and it's, it's just like so cool. And it's all, I think, as you're saying, it's all to enhance the story. Um, you know, it's like as much as, as much as like, it's like fun to, I don't know if we're ready to get into this, like play as other characters. Like it's so important for the story to play I'll just say it, to play as Atreus. Like, it's so much important for how you feel about him as a character and, like, your relationship to him to really get behind kind of, like, his head in terms of the camera and play as him. And it's like the gameplay is complementing the story in that way. And I... I mean, since we already uh, talked about Atreus uh, so much already, I like... It, it is stop. great. No, it, it's good because, like, again, that key point of how engaging the story is is because of that one camera shot, right? And I find it very interesting that, you know, in the last game, it was one camera shot the entire game from the perspective of Kratos. You never transition to, like, Atreus or Freya or any other character. But in this scene, they, they even up the ante a little bit. Whenever they transition to Atreus, they find this very fluid way yeah. to kind of shift the focus and it's so natural i know grandmaster hoop uh mentioned it when he got to that point when he was trying to tell us uh where he was at in the game the punching of the wall yes that, ah that, yeah that was genius it mm -hmm. didn't pull me out it didn't because that's what yes. that was one thing i was wondering how they were going to handle that once once the two get split up and they're in two different realms i'm like wait so how are we going to follow them without cutting away like the immersion by, 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 uh, you know, cutting away the transition scene, but they found a way. Actually, they, that's, they that's a, that's peak cinema scene right there. Peak the cinema. Point. Martin Scorsese My father taught me how to focus. He's oozing right now. I'm like, I was like, Atreus, you're going to hurt yourself. You got to stop my guy. And then <laughs> his hand comes in. I was like, oh shit. That scene was nice. Yeah. It was good. It was, it was good. I think that actually happened in reverse. Wasn't it? It's, it's it Kratos was... first, and then yeah, yeah Atreus. And then it goes to Atreus. And then Atreus. Then I was thinking Atreus. Come on, bro, you're not Kratos. But, like, so you see, you know, my <laughs> it makes so much sense. I mean, we already said you play oh. as Atreus, and this is why I think this game does so well by the franchise is that in God of War 2018, it is really you know Kratos accepting his role as the sole parent. Uh, trying to break from his ways of, you know, being, you know, the God killer, the ghost of Sparta and whatnot. And you watch them, you know, grow together. You know, you watch you watch Atreus grow from boy to Atreus, you know. And at the start of this game, we pick up right where we left off. As you said, Atreus and Kratos are great. They got a great, uh, healthy little bond going on. But at the same time, as we talked about this before, too, Dr. Jace, you said, you know, um, the uh, what's his name? The writer, the the head guy, uh, uh, Corey Balrog, Corey Balrog based this on, you know, he he just had his child. Right. 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 Yes. Yeah. This is just continuing the story of a father and a son. Right. With the son, you know, in his, you know, teenage years, his growing pains. Yeah. Yes, and, I, I Kratos is learning, it's like that Atreus is growing up. Atreus is becoming his own person. 
He's not that little kid that was with Kratos like, in the first game. Right. Completely, de completely dependent on Kratos. He's no longer a boy. No longer a boy. Well, he's, he's, he's not really Atreus anymore, too, because that's the whole thing he's yeah. trying to discover is his identity is Loki. Who is Loki? It, Are so we it makes bound by sense. destiny or fate? It, well, can we break fate? Or do we have, is it all written, you know? Or do we do what is, is it fate or is it that we do what is necessary? Big questions brought up throughout the whole game, but and I it's feel- also Uncharted territory for Kratos. Cause if we go like, you know, with the God of War mythos, like Kratos did have a daughter. Yes. But never got, you know, to the period where, you know, she was in her teenage years growing up. She, you know, we all know the tragic story there. So this is like a holy, like a whole uncharted territory for Kratos, and we see that Kratos is kind of afraid as well. You know, throughout the entire of letting Loki, Atreus, who however you want to call him, go, like let him be be himself, and it's kind of a growing, growing process for Kratos as well throughout uh, throughout the game. It, 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 it is great for both of them. It, they it plays so well off of yeah. each other. Just as you said, you take it all the way back to like 05, God of War. This is a yeah. continued story. This is him as, you know, don't be sorry, be better. Oh, you know? I love it. I yeah, love yeah it. man. I love it. Yeah. It's layered. It's so layered. <laughs> onion. And it's great. <laughs> like an onion. Right. I no, I, I agree. It's like the pacing of the story with the different beats that they cover is really phenomenal. Like I like how they waste zero time in this intro by just setting the stage. You know, it, it it's, it's like you said, Fimble winter is already active. It follows from when Balder got his neck snapped in the last God of war game. And, um, Freya is still on the hunt for Kratos and Atreus. She's still mad as hell. Uh, misdirection of anger, misdirection of anger, but still justified in it, uh, nonetheless. And, um, I don't know if you guys remember that, that secret ending from, um, God of War 2018, when you go back to the house and Kratos has that dream of, uh, some cloaked figure with a hammer showing up at their front door. And lightning, and it's like lightning coming down. Yep. Yes. And it's like, Oh, so, and in my head, I'm thinking, Oh, Starting up Ragnarok, that's not going to happen until like three, four hours in, maybe, maybe at the halfway point of the game. They nope. waste no time. I think you fight Thor, the god of thunder, in the first hour. Let's it's let's talk about this moment. This is a key pivotal. Iconic. Sets the tone. Iconic. I love it. Epic. What? Thor, Thor well, shows up. No, it's not only that Thor shows up. He shows up, you know, with offering peace he's like i got made and then <laughs> may i come in right and the door closes and you think okay it's just a and like he's pouring the mead he puts his hammer down he puts his axe down how intimidating is this guy and then on top of that no more than like 30 seconds later odin is at the door who would have yeah. thought you would meet Odin this early yeah. as well? I thought he was going to be safe for the end. I, I thought he would be that, you know, kind of like how he was in 2018. You heard of Odin, but you never once saw Odin in, in God of War 2018. You would hear about his misdeeds and all the crazy things he would do. 
I thought at the very least, like maybe the halfway point, we'll see Odin. Maybe. Yeah. But given that this is the conclusion, I mean, I I think they made the right choice showing him this early. There's our main villain. We we have our stakes now. Yeah, it's like they wasted no time, and you think to yourself, like, oh man, like maybe they brought this too early. What other moments are they gonna be oh. bring to the table later on? And they kept delivering. You know, it wasn't like that like, you got they everything bring over really early just to yeah make you feel a little bit for Odin, his way with words, and you're like, you start you start listening to Odin, and you're like, uh uh wait, what? I thought he, you were he has a charm. Dude. He has a I, charm. I, I, I thought you were this evil dude, but your words sound good and make sense. What's uh, what's Mom, what's Mamir say? Mamir um, says, um, "Don't trust him. Don't trust him, brother. He's a liar. All he does is lie." Oh, he says. Uh, he says, "If he tells you the sky is blue, it's a lie." <laughs> um craziness craziness i oh my god it's it's just um they definitely set the tone for what to expect from both characters um you get it with odin you get it with thor and uh you know i i'm honestly surprised at how kratos kind of just shuts them down you know odin proposes this deal he's like hey loki uh your boy atreus he's you know poking his nose in where he's not allowed to if you guys agree to stop that, we'll, we'll have peace. And no we'll more have... spilling yeah. of Aesir blood. That's and no he even no, says, no. he even says, I'll talk to Freya. I'll convince her, like, for not to kill you guys. Like, you know, like it's like, wait, what the hell? What, what, this is a curveball that I didn't expect. And yeah, like, Kratos is just like, no, screw you. <laughs> I don't want peace. <laughs> he says, I just like the delivery. He says, so what do you say? He says, no <laughs> that's it he just said straight up yeah no but it, it's it's it makes sense kratos has been at the mercy and the whim of the head honcho in the pantheon before you know uh they can't ever be trusted they always got ulterior motives and he will not be as he says on the end of the like the noose the the chain you know he's not a lap dog right uh right. anymore yeah he, well, he, he doesn't want war but he's not gonna do it at the cost of sacrificing his his him, himself and his kids freedom to like yeah do as they please and you know kratos doesn't come across as like you know the most he's not a mirror he's not like running through all the things odin could be tricking him about like in his head it's like he does have experiences with these top uh gods he know his he's instinctually knows not to trust him so he's just like no nah i don't need to hear you out i don't know i don't need to hear anymore i'm just not going to trust you especially with my son exactly and, and also there's a like the degree of fear to us and fear and respect that odin feels for kratos it's like so quick to look for peace of course you know who this guy is that destroyed and killed an entire pantheon of gods because he got because they got on his wrong side so even though like odin is very crafty he's very like he's smart he's a tactician and powerful in his own right there's still a degree of fear like right in the beginning saying huh? right like hey peace 
I don't want you to kill me. <laughs> what the hell? It's the way he speaks, his tone, his yeah. charm, his mannerisms. It's it is what you need to do to be who you are as Odin, uh, as as the the king of the Aesir, uh, the the All Father, as as they call him. Uh, and then that scene wraps up, and we get into the next big thing. What's he say? About time or something? Or finally? <laughs> He just says, uh, Odin walks by uh, Thor and he's like, don't take too long. And oh, bam, yeah, that was good. That was good. Bam, straight through the roof. And uh, oh, going man. all the way to Tears Temple. Going all the way to Tears Temple. And let me tell you, every God of War game is defined by its first intro boss. Every single one. God of War won the Hydra battle. You don't forget it. God of War 2, the Colossus of Rhodes. You don't forget it. God of War 3, Poseidon. God of War 2018, the Balder fight at the house. Amazing first intro. And what do we have here? Thor versus Kratos right out the gate. This fight was amazing. This this was this was peak. This was no, peak. Like, yeah, it was amazing. And the scene where literally Kratos dies. He died. And oh my god. Brings him back with me. So, oh no. I'm not oh done no. with you yet. Hideo Kojima style of of okay. just okay. weird as hell um, you know, so, fourth wait, wall just, breaking. Just to pause there, like so we've been talking about how immersive it's been, how cinematic it feels. They do. They like nail that. But like there are like moments where they're like nudge nudge, we are a video game, you know? And it's like when you think you're dead, and like, you know. You think you actually died. Back. Yeah, you know, he like hits you with, that's only can happen in a video game. That can't, you're not it gonna- It goes through the game over menu. It gives you yeah. the tips at the end, like, oh, uh, you know, recover HP <laughs> by pressing uh, this button. <laughs> so great. There are like multiple moments like that. Um, and I'll just say the other one, when like Atreus like punches the treasure chest, like ah. he's Kratos for the first time. Oh yes. Killed me. Died. Perfect died right there it was like like you're not there yet (laughs) and it's it's funny it's it's so good i mean the boss fight was amazing great intro and there's a level of detail that i think is even still being discovered today uh because recently they released a uh, a photo mode in the game as a free update for ragnarok and people discovered that in during the fight when uh i think when kratos punches thor in the face uh, Thor gets a tooth knocked loose yeah. and he pulls it out of he his does. mouth and he flicks it away. In photo mode, you can literally zoom in on the floor and see the tooth that was spit out by Thor. They didn't have to do that. They did Beautiful. not have to do that. So unnecessary, but so appreciated. It's it's just, you know, again, attention to detail. You notice the moment he hits him with the, the Leviathan axe, that scar is there for the rest of the game. Yep. Oh, he feels it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but it's like it's uh, it's an open wound. It's just he's a god, so it's like if it's not the killing blow, I guess they live. Um, aim for the head. Aim, aim for, the, for the head. Ah, another Thor uh, reference. Oh, to a different Thor. Yeah. Ooh. Um, okay. But definitely great opening battle and just really sets the tone. Uh, Thor drops the line. He's like, "You think you can come here?" Become a daddy, and get a clean slate. 
I want the ghosts of Sparta. Where's the real God of War? And it's like, that's a juggling theme for the rest of the yes. game. Yes. You know? Like, it's like the Kratos he, being who he is now, like what he's, in a way, fought so hard to leave behind or go back to being the monster that he was in the past for, you know, the greater good or something like that. And he's constantly juggling that decision. He, it's like, and throughout the entire game, they make, they do such a good job when it comes to that. And mind you, this whole game shows you differing parenting ideologies. And it's also done very well. You have Kratos, you have Thor, you know, seeking, you know, uh, what is it? Blood passage or something? Uh, blood tribute. For killing of Blood, his sons. Right, right, right. You have Odin. You have Freya. A lot of it is very good. Oh, Angraboda and her grandmother. Angraboda. Mm -hmm. And she has yeah. a relationship with her parents. They kind of hint at it. They don't make an appearance, but, you know. it's a That's another big thing that works really well as far as, you know, the characters and their perspectives on who these yeah, characters are. Yeah, did you say through? Did you say Thrude and Well, you know, well, I said Thor as far as, you know, because yeah. Thor. Like his you know. family. Yes. Yeah. And with that said, Sif as well. Yeah. Um, Huge. Yeah, it's, it's a great parallel that they, I think, is a central component to the overall character interactions and story. Um, And it starts right, it starts right here. It starts right here. But this story, of course, is not just the story of Kratos. I know we're focusing a lot on the... The craziness with Kratos and him saying no to Odin and Thor and Thor smacking him out of his own house with the with, with Mjolnir. But this is still the story of Atreus as well. Let me ask you this, because I think this is a, a unique perspective. Were you guys surprised when it switched over to Atreus? Hundred percent. A hundred percent, because yep. this was not revealed in any like pre-release of the game. This was kept very close to secret. They did a such a good job not revealing this. I don't know how it wasn't leaked. I, I don't know there was rumors. Oh. Yeah, that's it wasn't leaked for sure, but there was like kind of speculation that like, hey, you know, maybe right. Kratos will die in this one, and you play as Atreus. Um, so right. I remember that circling, but when I got to that moment like blissfully surprised like so happy i was like let's go let's do yeah. it you know let me let me tell you when that moment happened i remember i was talking to dr jason i was like it just feels like 2018 god of war i feel like nothing at nothing at that point felt so new and i was like yeah. oh we got the we got the blades this early too oh i'm just picking up where literally god of war 2018 ended and this is an extended like uh dlc and whatnot right right that moment hits and everything changed from there i was like this is something special this is the squeakle that you anticipated? i think it went from like nine to ten for me it's like all right you know like this is gonna be a nine game and then once you as soon as like it changed to a trace's perspective i was like oh they're doing stuff they're trying things they're not just like resting on what god of war 2018 did well they're they're going to be trying things in this game and and they could have done that too i i remember grandmaster hoop and i kind of talked about it in our god of war retrospective and what we expected in ragnarok um there was kind of an expectation on 
are we going to play as Atreus? We we weren't sure if they were going to go all in and let us play as him as a separate character, or maybe if, if Kratos dies at the end, we switch over to playing as him. But surprisingly, Santa Monica Studios they they went all in. They gave they gave Atreus, and th th this is the cool thing about this too. It's not just some one-off like oh atreus has like maybe one or two combo moves and it's you play as him for like maybe one hour at a time atreus has a full skill set uh not as intricate as kratos but still they this is a new character with new with his own moves his own animations his own kit i think this was his really own, um, crazy his own like a uh, break his own like uh you know um r3 l3 move you know uh, yeah, the, the rage, his rage, his own the, uh, rage, the rage. transformations. Yeah, great. Oh, great. let's talk about the transformations. I feel that was another huge moment. I was like, very big. Oh shit, the bear, the bear, right? Oh, when, yeah. oh, when they revealed who the bear was when he yes, ran off? very Pretty big. big, very very big. Um, th there was always that assumption of because you know in Norse mythology Loki is a trickster he can transform into different animals and there was a question going into ragnarok is atreus gonna get some of those abilities actually <laughs> i i just watched this like video on 2018 god of war when kratos tells him that we're gods boy uh it's in my blood and it's in your blood you know atreus's first question about his godhood is can i turn into animals and <laughs> pretty good. I, I think Kidding. Kratos. I think Kratos says what? I think I think he says I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a good. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Like I forgot he he ever said that. All we remember is that you know Atreus was running wild after he found out he was a god. Here we now see you know his emotional state. His godhood manifests in different ways, you know. Uh, the right. bear, what is triggered by frustration, anger, right. rage of that, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, in the Iron Woods, is that the first time he turns into the wolf? I think yes. Yes, I think right. the Iron Woods. Right. And I don't know what that one's triggered by, but he's a growing boy, and we see. You know, just, you know, a young adolescence and throughout the game, it triggers, you know, everything, everything in the game, everything that happens in this game. And Kratos points it out in the story, too. It was based on really Atreus's decisions, you know, right, uh, right. Whether they thought it was going to turn out good or bad, Atreus runs the plot of this game. Yes, easily. Yeah. You take Atreus yeah. out, you do not have the same story whatsoever. Mm -mm. It's not. Um, and, and and I think that's part of the charm with Atreus because, I mean, we've been saying this the entire time. He's he's growing. He, he He's getting into adolescence. And I think part of that is why his growth kind of pushes him in the direction that he goes in. He's wandering off, doing all these crazy things without his dad's permission seeking the answers that his dad won't give him uh because you know 2018 atreus was not going to do was no. not going to do stuff like this <laughs> was like 2018 not. atreus is, is again he's the little kid that one he's looking for his father's approval 
most of anything that's like the atreus distant father yeah a distant father he's looking for his approval he's he wants his father to be proud of him here is an atreus it's like okay like my father's proud of me but i want to be my own like i want to be my own person i want to explore the world i want to know things that you know my father won't tell me or whatever like he wants to be his own person there's no more oh i want my dad to be proud of me no that doesn't even come into effect anymore. And it's also the rebellious nature that he's a teenager. Very, very right. rebellious. Very, yeah. rebellious yeah. teenager. But it, again, it's it's such beautiful storytelling. Yeah, he is rebellious because Kratos, you know, doesn't trust him. Um, but that that distrust stems from Kratos just wanting to protect. And Atreus. also, and also, like it's one of Kratos's like flaws from you know his his past that he himself like he's learning little by little throughout the story to grow like and and you know get past that be better that's like the entire premise of Kratos in this again he wants to be better but he still has these tendencies from his old ways and like even though he like the reason he's doing it it's like it's for something positive again he all he wants is just to just project Atreus he doesn't care if he dies he, no he yeah he doesn't care about prophecy what matters to him is that Atreus lives that's all mm-hmm. that's all that passes through his head throughout the entire story it, and that's like, another beautiful juxtaposition because all Atreus is trying to do is save him is save him right well, and, well, well know, he doesn't like, learn that until much later though so, so at well, first, it's just to stop Ragnarok, right? Well, so here at the end of 2018, Kratos sees the portrait, the shrine, yeah, but, right? But Atreus doesn't see that portrait, right? He doesn't he does see not. it, right? He doesn't see it. It's not until I believe Iron, the Ironwoods, the Ironwoods, yes, the Ironwoods, beautiful Are sequence, the, the Ironwoods. Ironwoods. We're ready to talk about the Ironwoods. We can talk about the Ironwoods. We're talking about Atreus. I, I feel like we want to talk about someone specific from oh, the Ironwoods. Man. I, Come on. I, I just like to point out yeah by the end of the game i was like you better kiss that boy or kiss him <laughs> no <laughs> like, kiss. Kiss uh, him. no there's a yeah. there's a funny sequence that happens like if you you complete the game oh and really you go, to, you go to jotunheim like just and you find anger boy this is like, and kratos meets i like, i i know what you're talking about I know and then he's about. like Ooh, i don't i don't know if i want to hear it she just too like too late she just That's starts enough. talking. No, no, no. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. She um, just starts no. talking, and, and Kratos is like, "I like her." <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very funny exchange. It's a yes. very funny exchange. Just, you, yeah. you just need to beat the story and go go to Jotunheim and yeah, visit. That's all you need to do. Okay, I might do that tonight. It's a um, very funny exchange. Jotunheim's not even open for me. It, oh yes, it is. Oh, yes, go go see go the see game, you can go there. Go see Ratatasker. Oh, go see Ratatasker. Okay. Because after okay. you beat the story, he says, "Oh, Ragnarok resulted in more seeds, so now you can go explore all the other." Oh, okay. Interesting. Right. So go back. Yeah. Get, but, and it's a little exchange, just something nice. There, there's literally it's, nothing it's else a really to do funny over exchange. there. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, and Kubota, welcome addition it. to the cast. I mean, so good. And I mean, like we've been talking about like Atreus's growth, and it's like you know, I think it's portrayed both in the gameplay, like he's gaining new abilities as the story goes on. And like, he does learn a lot about trust, like in terms of like trusting his father, not to get ahead, but like, you know, like the whole thing with Tyr, you know, um, 
it's like he's growing in like those ways too but then also and kind of like a disney channel original movie way my man starts like <laughs> getting a little crush and it's so cute and it's so it's so soft and so genuine and angry boda's like voice actor they both are i think they nailed it i think the animation oh, like she's was super phenomenal cute. yeah uh, hold up so let's, put, good. let's put some respect on her name real quick uh yeah, okay Le leia de leon's haze is angry okay. boda okay and the way our she boy... teases him the way she beats <laughs> him in a race you know it's yes just it, like... it's very flirtatious this whole thing very you race her as, as a as wolf game, that's cool mind you, as this game is you know mind flashing you. and blade sword sorting it's to have this nice moment with atreus like being a kid having a crush like I was blown away by this like whole section. I, I think that was, was I think that's what made the Ironwood so good because it was you know Jotunheim. It's very difficult to get into Jotunheim. It's literally separated from all the war and chaos from all the other realms. So you get this isolation, like you said, where Atreus here can just really not worry about the hellscape. You know, fighting demons from hell and everything. It's an escape. It's literally an yeah. escape. He can be a kid here. He yeah. still has a goal coming here, but it, it's there's a balance. He can be and himself. He can be like he, he can be and at, at that point in the story, you know, it's always the wrestling between Atreus Loki. You know, yes. Kratos right. always always saying like you're Atreus. You're not Loki. Like or at least portrays it that way. No, no, he he does. It's no, very and, and much like, that. And here in the Ironwoods, it's like, here we see Loki. We mm -hmm. don't see Atreus. It's like, right. we see Loki. We see Loki. him juggle it, though. We see him it's juggle like, you know, Yeah, we see him juggle it. But here he can be Loki without a care in the world. You know, he's he, he almost embraces giant. it. He well, embraces it, too. Because, like, Angry Boda even says, you're Loki. Giant. You're Loki. He, and he's like, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm Loki. That's, a, that's exactly I'm why. It's because, you know, as much as Kratos wants to protect protect him you know it's loki who's prophesized exactly kratos can't teach him about giants angraboda is the only other living Giant, people right oh, she's yeah. so that's why he's gonna embrace it but then we have the ending of the iron woods which you know uh the marbles the marbles are a huge thing Ooh. and the, the souls the of the scene, giants the scene that happens there yeah is real no the, like, oh is, with the snake are you talking about with the snake logically speaking yes yeah it's a huge scene because oh, you you want to explain oh, it go it, ahead is it? yeah explain. so if we go to norse mythology like og norse mythology okay that the three children of loki and angraboda oh i didn't are, know it was an angraboda i thought it was just loki and oh. angraboda okay. are fenrir fenrir Jormungandr or the Midgard serpent, right? The giant snake and uh, and hell and hell, the goddess, uh, the go the god of death. Yes. So okay. interesting. And, and that's like the OG Norse mythology. Jormungandr and Loki go hand in hand. So and this okay. goes to the first game where Jormungandr sees for the first like when we're introduced the Midgard Jeez, serpent. Loki. And he sees Atreus, and it's like, oh, I've seen you before. And Loki and Atreus, it's like, what the hell? Like, I've never. I, I think it. it's, I think it's Mimir. Mimir is like, he says he's. You look familiar to him. You Atreus. look familiar, and it's because of that. Loki. So this, with all that, Doctor Mondo, that you said, I was like, there seems to be the Iron Woods is so, as we said, so 
far from everything. It's almost an element of time travel. Yeah. Which, oh, and you know, at the that, conclusion of the game. And not only that, in the final scene of the entire of God of the you know like the story, where you see Thor and Jormungandr fighting. fighting. And this yeah. is actually like Mimir. If you play the game after Mimir, you know when you're like cruising through with the, like dogs. Yeah. Kind of stuff where he started like spouting off his story yeah such a nice touch i love that shit. like which yeah. is great i freaking love that yeah mamir talks about this mm. and and explains this all to you so the fun and, and this actually goes a little bit with og norse mythology where it's like thor and the midgard serpent are nemesis and they fight and thor hits the midgard serpent so hard that he sends him through space and time back in time so when in the uh... final scene of the game of the story when they're fighting there in asgard that thor bump, like bumps uh jormungandr he's sending him back in time damn when atreus does the puts snake. the soul into puts the, the soul Ooh. so everything is connected and there's certain like scenes it. in the movie in the movie well this is almost like a movie right so it it's a game where anger where anger boda says like oh yeah that snake it's growing really really fast <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. they say, oh she like, does she does she say says that, that. yep she yeah. says that yep. snake is growing you know that snake you put it it's growing super super fast <laughs> and you're like oh damn like that's nice it's like they make like it's they tied in the the original mythology obviously with you know director's freedom and all that but they did such a great job and even with fenrir they did a great great job when it came to that oh Ooh. we love fenrir yeah that was well that's that was pivotal that um, was that pivotal that was amazing game. because well, just, i think that's my favorite section of the game the going through helheim and fighting with garm the, you're talking about with garm garm cool Ooh, Good sequence. Great sequence and an amazing boss fight. I mean, like, one, I love, so I'm, like, not too familiar with, like, the OG God of Wars. It was very similar. Kind of, and so one of my kind of, uh, kind of expectations slash disappointments about 2018 was, like, the lack of gigantic bosses, you know? I remember hearing about the OG God of Wars where you, like, fight titans, like, there's the a size lot, yeah. of, like, yeah. you know? And so in 2018, I was like hoping for like something really big. You did have like a dragon and like some snow areas and that was right. cool, but I was hoping for more um, and bigger. And like, so they did that, you know, you fought Angra Boda's grandmother. Uh, she oh, was wow, big. wow, they had a lot. You know, they you did. had, the, they did. You yeah. had the, guy, the guy that was protecting, um, uh, what's her name's kind of bond. Oh, um, Nif Niflagog, the oh the the from from Idrisil the, from the guardian protects the Idrisil roots. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, um, yeah. I think it's Needhog. He was big. Needhog, Needhog, yeah. That he one was, was nice. Right. Garm though, right. Garm was like Garm was so intense and like it gave you so much like room to play. Like I was like running around trying to like set myself up. You had to like throw the spear. You had to do so much stuff to like take him down. And then he has another form. You know, it's just like you think you beat him, and then like. You know, he's you're back, running around. Baby. Oh, that was, he's back. that was you great. Uh, I definitely felt, I was like, damn, man, I really wish Atreus was going to be able to tame him. 
Yeah, uh, they, they built it up as if he could have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, he's like, we're doing it my way. <laughs> you kill yeah. him. You're about to be gone. And and what I what I think uh I think what's so great about that sequence is, you know, I love those sequences where you're like actively running away from the camera or running towards Ooh. the camera and chaos is surrounding you and you know real-time action you have to you know strike something at the right time kind of like There's uncharted a little bit very uncharted very uncharted like uh we i think we get two of those sequences in this game this one with garm and the other one you're carrying freyer on your back oh in vanaheim yeah. in vanaheim Ooh. i love sequences like that and they're really good it culminates great because we actually do atreus gets the do what he sought well differently he tames garm but because he inserts fenrir's soul which into... which ties in pretty well with mythology granted like because fenrir is actually in like he's in a way like the end of the gods in the real norse mythology like they chain him and he is practically the end of the gods and has a huge role to play in ragnarok which right. he did. I mean, he was there. He, cutting through he was a pivotal and... character. They, they changed it here, but like it was so well made. They they fit all all the points of Norse mythology. They just fit them in here and made it into a very personal and beautiful story. Let me let me just say, Santa Monica Studios. One thing they get right, you know, they hire experts on Norse mythology. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And every time you know playing this game every like you know you listen to as we said mamir's like little stories Which and whatnot there's so much accuracy like I, to yeah everything that they say like when when playing this game i'm like yo bump marvel's thor i don't think <laughs> right i uh, mean honestly sometimes i'll be sailing in the boat and i want to get to the island that i'm literally staying but you want the mirror to finish i'm like god hurry up Amir, finish right, the story kratos kratos will be like enough prepare yourself <laughs> <laughs> okay brother i'll finish it next time and literally it'll be like now where was i where let me was get I? back today <laughs> I think that's yes. one of my favorite things of the like of the God of War from Santa Monica Studios. Not gonna lie, when you're just because sometimes it, I I know that in games, getting from area to area is a pain. Like you're like shit. Like so, I'm going from point A to point B. I can't fast travel. This is gonna take so freaking long. And then I don't. But this makes it so worth it yeah especially when you're like knocking out side quests and yeah you're not advancing the like, story. You're just, like you're walking through an endless or just like paddling through an endless river lake and you hear mimir tell his stories and some of the stories are funny they're yeah. funny as hell to a very serious and somber and tragic story that you're like oh what they're happened very here? sad well yeah. do, do you like how they canonized um playstation all-stars oh i saw that one <laughs> yeah um, i don't think i saw that oh so, okay um so, so what, what, go ahead. what, what happens? happens is um mamir is like hey brother i heard about this tournament that you're in with oh like, no a bunch of warriors from different parts of the universes and whatnot and kratos is like i'd rather not speak about it 
<laughs> I may have heard that and it went right over my head. Oh man, that's good. It was there's, a, actually, all, there's a lot of them. There's a, there's lot a of yeah, these. there's a couple of them where they like are referring to other stuff. I just heard no, like I, even I, I think, can't remember it. I um, think the Kavasi poems. Yes. The yeah. Kavasi God, poems too. they have to do with like other P like other PlayStation games. When you that's what confirmed. those are for. Oh, really? Yes, because if, if you read the poems, yes, they either I reference the story, but if you look no at the sense. cover, the covers, though, showcase like an icon from like the series. So like, for example, one of them might say, um, cat-like figure meets robotic friend and saves the universe. And really? it literally shows you on the cover, it's Ratchet and Clank. Oh, I haven't looked at any of them. Wow. Thinking, I was like, I was like, these poems are kind of bad. I was like, who wrote this? <laughs> this is like, so this is not poetic. No, it, these were and fun. I totally missed what they were actually doing with it. Oh my God. I mean, part of the collecting the poems was so fun. Cause like, uh, you know, I was streaming this uh, live and I was like trying to figure out what the viewers like, Hey, what game is this referencing? Is this, is this Bloodborne? Is this uh because like they they some of these I were I was stumped on. I, I I pride myself on knowing most of PlayStation's like IPs, but there were some I was like, I have no idea what this Damn, is. Now, now I actually have to go and read them. They're uh, really yeah, I know. Them. that's so it's, funny. It's funny, like look at the cover and see if you can figure it out. And then from there, okay, read yeah. the poem and see if that like connects. I think uh, that helps a lot. I'll do that. So yeah, that, like, that sounds good. The game has these like little Easter eggs that just like fit in so seamlessly. And it's so funny, but so well thought out. It just like adds to the experience. It's just great. Like it's... the more I talk about this game, the more I just feel like, wow, there's in my mind, I found nothing wrong with it. It's like every time it was like, you're blowing me up more. Yeah, I, for sure. Like there's there's nitpicks that I can mention that I'll I'll say for the end. I'll say for the end uh, in terms of like what I think maybe they could have done this section differently. Maybe they could have done um, this part a little bit different. But um, uh, one of the things that I really liked, you know, we're talking about, you know, them exploring uh, and Mamir talking about all these side stories, the side quests themselves are really yes. meaningful. And have There's significant payoff. There's one that's a troll quest, and it's hilarious. The tr <laughs> I think I know which one you're talking about. It's it's the in Vanaheim. Yes, yes. It's like it, but it's you get you go so th through so much, and it's just like the end result is like you gotta be kidding. Me. Are you talking about the dog's ball? Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. It was, was all like, over it, that. It sounds it sounds like such an epic quest. You know, you're you're going like just around the river bend. I don't know, and then, oh, it's my dog's favorite toy. You gotta be fucking me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's probably the one instant where they pull your leg like that. Oh no, yeah, like it, it's yeah. just a, it's just a troll moment. It, but... Yeah, it's just for joke. Because like I I know one of the things that like other RPGs like to do, uh, specifically JRPGs, they like to give you these meaningless fetch quests. Yeah, where it's like. Go here and give me an onion. Go, Yo, go like, here. Yeah, that onion. was like, that was your back. typical fetch quest, but they try to make it interesting, and then they said like, "Ha, I got you." It's actually a fetch quest, and like, that's and that's <laughs> okay because that's that's the exception to the yeah. uh, to the yes. side quest, the jellyfish in Alfheim. Yes. So good. 
And like, so there's such, good. And there's such a very beautiful scene there because like, I think like, I, I don't know, is it after the first one or the second one? You know, like the second jellyfish? Uh, like, well, Atreus is like, yeah. Dad, yeah. like, you know, why did you do this with me? You know, and it's like, he's like, Atreus is trying to wrap his head around like, you know, you disapprove of so many things I do and say, yet you follow me around and help me through this. Like, why? And he's like, and then the mirror kind of shuts him up and says like, have you ever wondered that he just wants to spend time with you? And Look it's like, that. then Kratos goes like, you know, Ragnarok is approaching, but if Ragnarok were to come and it's fully unavoidable, I would like to spend my last moments with you. Yeah. Peak and that's cinema. like, oh, damn Peak. it. Peak. That's like, yeah, ties it's like back to them. All the side quests. It's like, I feel like when it comes to side quests in a lot of video games, I'm like motivated by like, all right, if I do this, maybe I'll get a better weapon. It's like, all right, I do this, you know, I'll get some more XP that I need. You know, it's like, I'll be stronger when I go to advance the story. So I, I generally, genuinely like doing side quests for those reasons. And this one, like, I mean, uh, you know, in my mm -hmm. limited experience of playing games, like just top notch. They were story driven, like you were saying, Dr. Mondo. They were, they were like fun and engaging. You know, it wasn't just like, as you're saying, like run over here, beat some enemies it was like run over here beat some enemies solve this puzzle big boss you know it's like it was like it could have been in the mainline game but it just like was so it was that good it's it didn't optional. feel like you were venturing off it was like all right instead of advancing the story i'm gonna do some other fun stuff and that was like super cool no well, yeah even... and the side quests for each characters or each of the characters are great including freya's and i think we should talk about freya well Real quick before we move on to Freya, the if they don't if the side quest didn't enhance the story, they enhance the characters. There's so much mythos right. and yes. lore surrounding these characters that as you know, you're Kratos, you're not aware of this. It expands the lore. For example, the the giant whale thing that Mimir locked up. Mm -hmm. Oh yes. The yeah, it's like yeah. seeing Mimir like because we really don't know. We know that Mimir served under Odin and that, you know, like he was in the tree, like Odin imprisoned him and all that. But we don't know what Mimir did. And like here in this game, we get like through a lot of side quests and like stories that Mimir says, we get to know a little bit about who Mimir was before, you know? And, right. And, and like kind of the regret that he feels throughout, like, of all the past actions that he did, which again, this is like another thing that this game does a really good job of. It explores different senses of like grief and regret of of, the, of like all the different characters. At some point, every character in the right. story they they regret something in their past, and like you always do like a side quest or something. And again, if it's not if it's not like it doesn't help you build up your, your character stronger or whatever it just gives a lot of characters closure the side quests right for sure and, and i mean it even parrots a little bit what kratos 
went through because Kratos has regrets. He's got a ton oh, of God. regrets. He has, uh, I think, five or six games worth of regrets. And yep. he, he remembers them. He remembers them. Um, and Kratos is telling Mimir, it's like, you know, sometimes no matter how much you want to do it, make it right, you've done too much harm. You gotta, you gotta learn to live with what you did and like but trust the man that you are now be you know, better like don't be trust sorry the, trust the man that you are now to be better and not repeat these mistakes in the future oh man oh god i want to play the game again <laughs> no it's like uh, it's just like it's, wow every freaking side was i'm like damn <laughs> very very good characterization and i mean you know it's not even just limited to you know kratos atreus mimir our girl freya best girl freya got some moments in this as well yes. freya uh, dare i say freya is the tritagonist of this yes game uh tritagonist well the dutragonist the two protagonists being kratos and oh, atreus okay okay okay, okay. tritagonist yeah. as in she is the third kind of key player here you know uh, okay. i mean even building from god of war 2018 right. as we said in the intro she's vengeful against kratos and a little bit of atreus as well for yes. killing balder i feel like not so much atreus there's some uh, there's some there is some but not like in the sense yeah. of like it's not like no, she's, there there is but she has a degree of like her blade is going towards Kratos's it, throat. The blade is going towards Kratos, but if Atreus walks upon her at her little campfire, she could have killed him. She did she, not, because she yeah, says, she "I did. know how much this will hurt your father." You know, but so, she wasn't. She wasn't. Atre she's she's not above. Well, she wasn't above putting Atreus's death before everything else. You know, she wasn't above it. Um, but she definitely experiences probably uh, outside of kratos and atreus the most growth for a character the vanaheim the when we go to vanaheim the first time that that chapter peak i am i mean part of what made that chapter peak kratos for yes. i think one of the first times ever is opening up yes about all the things that he did in his past. These are things that I don't even think he's told Atreus. Exactly. Like, like he's he's kind of generalized, like, oh, yes, I'm from a distant land. You know, I was the god of he war. He spoke there. of Calliope. He spoke he, of Deimos. Calliope, like, Deimos. Oh, man. And like when Freya says, you don't understand. And Kratos I was like, no, was you like, don't understand. Like, you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> like, basically, like Kratos only like, I killed my own daughter without knowing like i interesting that he didn't say about the ashes right right funny like, no one left that little detail that. out because that's right that's kind of that's kind of while in one of the most poetically like written uh, poetically tragic things that god of war has written that's just like wow you know right. it's like you killed your your wife and daughter and as a punishment, their ashes are ingrained into your skin for the rest of eternity to remind you of what you did. I'm like, 
Yep. Jesus. I, I think he just knows to hit home at the fact that he has oh, experienced yeah. the loss of a child. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what she's a, going through. Correct. Yeah. And he has yeah. experienced wrongfully directed vengeance. And sibling strife. And sure. sibling strife. Yeah. Oh, right, because, right. Because uh, Deimos and, and Kratos, like, there was a lot of strife because Dame, like, for a long time, Kratos thought that Deimos was dead. When he finally figures it out, he goes and rescues him. Deimos starts hating Kratos because he thinks that Kratos abandoned him. And I was like, they only make their peace at the end before Deimos is killed by Thanatos. And yeah. then like, and Kratos takes revenge on Thanatos and so forth. But it's so, and even when Deimos wanted Kratos dead, like Kratos says it here, I never stopped loving my brother, even when he wished me dead. So it's like, and he's like telling Freya, don't wait until it's too late. You know, make peace right. with your brother. Don't make the same mistake I did where we were in strife and when we made our peace, he died in front exactly. of me. Exactly. And it's like Kratos is that it's I just love how Kratos, like throughout the entirety of God of War, has gone from the the vengeful warrior to this wise sage in a way. He just Yeah. He's gone, he's gone he's, through so much. And he's just, you know, he's kind of tired of it. And he it's 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 good. Mistakes. It's it's good in the sense that, you know, he he kind of he kind of like learned from his mistakes. Like you rewind the clock back to 2018 God of War. This guy does not want to talk about his past at all. He doesn't want to talk to his son. And that's pretty much it. You know, he's not divulging his past to anyone. And then look at him here. Oh, without anyone having to dig, he's openly telling these stories to someone like Freya. Because at the end of the day, he doesn't want to kill Freya. He doesn't no. want to. He's never once, even in that intro sequence, he never once attacked Freya. He Everything says Freya he saved her, his son. Freya saved Atreus in the first game. Yeah, yeah. she like, did. She like, did. Okay. Everything Kratos, he did was defensive. Yeah, like Kratos really is like, he. he's really open to if she decides to take his life, so be it. Like, because he cannot lay a finger. Like, he can't bring himself to hate her. He can't. Ooh. Like, right. he saved his son and that that alone. And, like, Freya was a goddess. And, like, he like is the only goddess to a certain extent that Kratos trusts. Yeah. The only it's omnipotent the, being. The only uh, omnipotent well, being. That, aside Mimir. from Mimir. Yeah, Mimir. Yeah, but Mimir, Mimir isn't a god, per se. But, yeah, but... Okay, fair. He's an right. Aesir. He's Aesir. Sure, okay, fair. He's up there. He's up there. He's up yeah. there. Um, but, but yeah, like, talking yeah. about Freya, like that entire chapter is so wonderful to see how, you know, you start in the path and she's just like hellbent. She's still hellbent and saying like, oh, yeah, you're helping me out here, but after the things are done, I'm going to kill your ass. Uh, yeah, she, she never once like, says something like oh yeah help me and yeah and like we'll be a-okay and this, as the uh... like you know as you're like advancing you know playing killing monsters and so forth you see how her tone goes down it becomes more mellow 
throughout what right. like throughout the chapter and like again getting to know kratos all that he's been through she starts like really like really pondering that question and of course the final scene of that chapter it was is, I, it's such I, a wonderful scene i think it was really good um you know she she outright says there's a part of me that's always gonna hate you like you yeah. you killed you killed my son plain and simple like that's it uh but she understands her anger is misdirected all of this all of this chaos is because of one person because of odin and that's because, because of, of odin. odin yeah like you it's didn't all... want to kill my son you were basically forced to kill my son i'm no, i don't even think she sees it as that no 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 like... no like she doesn't like she says like i still like a part of me still hates you because you killed my son but you wouldn't have been you wouldn't have been put into the situation like that situation wouldn't have happened in the first yes. place if right. it weren't for odin but i don't i don't think she sees it as far as like you didn't you it's just all odin it's all oh yeah it's all odin like and but the beauty of it all too is that at the end of that chapter she's just saying our goals align let's work together but by the end of the game it's no yes. longer their goals are aligned. Yeah. They have now formed a friendship. They a have friendship formed a, a family. She uses the word family. Well, let's, she let's has talk about a that. Skill and, tree. Let, she doesn't. She's okay. She's a party member. She's not a party. Only, not only do we get Atreus as yeah. a playable character, Freya is a party member. Right. She has a skill tree with her own skill set. She is not just a copy paste of Atreus. Yeah. That's, That's crazy. They are doing, <laughs> and, and you know, we they're doing such different things in this game. As you said, uh, oh my gosh, Hooper Lino, uh, Hooper TV, they're a family. We're not even talking about the rest. This is, they have a squad. This yeah. has not been done before in God of War ever. Nope. It is, yeah, home base. They got, they got a home base. They got Kratos, right. they got Atreus. They bring Freya into the fold. Sindri. You can Brock. uh you can command Sindri and Brock. They don't have you skill can trees, command, command Sindri and Brock. They don't get their skill tree, but right. Anger Boda too. Anger Boda. Anger Boda too. They, they have their they own little cool paint. gimmicks cool. in their own fights. They, they and, have they have Mamir leading also, the way. And then you have Tear. You... Well, Tear. What a tier. Okay. Is it time Did, for Tear? Do we Did want to address Tear? We can okay. talk about we should address here. All right, let's so. let's let's address this right now. If you go back to our speculation podcast, where we talked about what we thought about the final trailer. Okay. I okay. said, I think tier something's wrong. It looks too like in that trailer, like when they him and Kratos grab hands. I'm like, that feels to me like a red herring. I don't Ooh. think it's gonna be hunky dory. I think Tear's gonna betray. I I just said Tear's gonna betray you. That's all I said. I I I think there was always an assumption that you know because that's a that was a god from from the Aesir that they're actively pursuing to help them in Ragnarok, and it's something where it's like, yeah, but Kratos, you're not supposed to trust any of these people. These people have done no favors for you. Most of them are, or if not all of them, are terrible. So it's like them going actively pursuing Tear is like, so he's agreeing to help us, but 
What's, what's the angle? Yeah, why? What's the, why well, are I you think Kratos only did it for Atreus. Or Kratos yeah, did, did really, it for Atreus. Yeah. yeah, he did it for Atreus. And again, like, this is your plan. You know, doing it. Doing it because he's doing it because of what? Bound by fate, right? Atreus, in a way, is kind of pursuing Tyr because. He's trying to just fulfill this prophecy, like, oh well, I mean, yeah, Tyr's supposed to like lead the um the, the armies against Odin and uh, during Ragnarok, and it's like Atreus in this instance not really making a choice on his own. He's just going by what fate is demanding of him, uh, and it it bites him in the ass. <laughs> I gotta say, no, I gotta say, like, there was something off of Tyr, but. The, well, like, the way it happened, I was like, "You've got to be fucking kidding!" <laughs> well, well, see now here, now here's the thing with Tear. There are certain things that Tear says throughout the game um, that kind of hint that he may not be who he says he is. Um, one of the examples, and I, there's likely a lot more, but one of the examples, and one of the people pointed out uh, during during my stream, um, they said, "Hey, did you notice?" that when Tyr is talking to Freya, there's certain instances where he calls her Frigg instead. And who is the only other person that refers to Freya by that nickname? Odin. 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 Oh, I love it. I love um, it. I will say also, uh, and this is where I was like, it's not that I dislike Tyr, but when it he comes got on to, my nerves towards the end, he got he on, on my well, nerves. He got on my nerves very early on when oh, it, Kratos on. would. Okay. Well, Kratos would, you know, be the father to Atreus, right? And then Tyr would openly say something about, you know, you gotta go, you know, you gotta go fulfill your prophecy. That was sus. Yeah, that stuff was like sus. that. And Kratos would look at Tyr and was like, "What the hell what did you just say?" Yeah, no, literally. And I felt I felt for Kratos in those I moments. I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like he's undermining your parenting right now. That's not cool. Right. Uh, and, and then he you know, when when Kratos, you know, confronts him on that, he he kind of like backtracks like, "Oh no, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't I didn't mean anything by it. I apologize, Kratos." I'm like, "Mm. I don't yeah. know, man. You kind of did that a couple times." Uh, and it was, it was always one. towards pushing him to finding answers for himself. Uh, you know, because obviously, well, the big twist. Uh, should we talk about the big twist now, or should is we? Is the big twist? Is well, Tear the big twist? Tears, one of the big twists. Tears, one of the big twists. Well, the that way, whole sequence is a very. I just gotta say, like, if, if you've gone to some point in the game, there are two twists with Tear. I, I read something. I wish I didn't read. There are two uh, twists with Tear. That's uh, interesting. So that's why, again, we gotta. I don't know how spoilerish we're gonna be. I know we're talking main storyline spoilerish. Yeah, let's man, keep it. More... Let's keep it main storyline. Uh, okay, main story. Fine. Yeah, I I read this and I was like, damn, I wish I didn't read this. So this is a side quest that, again, as we said, expands the characters. So we'll, okay. we won't get into that. Um, Brock Brock speaks for us all who had suspicions of Tear. You know. What the hell's your problem? Why are you always saying that we gotta go do this and that when you undermine Kratos? What What do you mean you always had a back door into Asgard? It's Why are you just telling us this now? <laughs> Pretty good. It was he was on the money, Brock. Brock. And then he said, and he said, 
Why do you call him Loki? You never called him Loki. He kept calling him Loki. Yes, he kept calling him Loki. That was hella sus. Brock was the most real out of all of them. Brock Brock had had a great game. Brock oh, had a great cool. arc, yes. Yeah, yes. Uh, I Amazing. think we're on Brock. <laughs> I think Tear Brock. Tear is the perfect segue into Brock and Sindri. Um, Did you like them, Brock and Sindri? I, well, I, think I liked them it, more than Tear. I honestly didn't really like Tear. Oh yeah, um, I did. I oh yeah, didn't I care did. for Tear. Didn't care. I, for yeah, Tyr. like I was the, interested, the, and I was as the story went on. I'm like, yo, you're, oh god, you're kind of getting on my nerves <laughs> every time. I think, you I speak. think the final straw was when Garm cut the rift. And they were attacked. The hell, the hell warriors were. And he walked out with that shield, like, oh, oops. Uh, and everybody yeah. was like, "Thanks for nothing." The battle's Tyr. over. Yeah. What, what the hell was that about? Yeah, yeah. like, like Mamir got sassy. He's like, "No thanks to you." Yeah. Oh like, God, that was funny. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't really like him. So when the twist came, I was kind of like, "Well, I don't really like him anyways." So it was just kind of like, I wasn't like heartbroken. I was like, "Oh no, not Tear. What? You know?" I wasn't uh, heartbroken see- that it wasn't Tear. To see Brock die. To see, yeah. yeah. Brock. That was right. Right. such a great game. He has such a great arc in this game. He had a really good arc. I mean, he's literally the catalyst to what gets you, like, the the brand new addition into God of yeah. War. The, the drop near sphere. Fantastic. I was wondering the entire game. Yo, I, I, I love the Blades of Chaos. I love the Leviathan Axe, but... Make this a squeakle. Like, like, what, what else are you gonna give me? What else? I, give me I knew we would have to get something because what in God of War fashion, you always get, you always other get weapons. another weapon. Yes. You always get another weapon. Right. Always. Yeah. And then right. God of War three you know, I think was, there was rumors. The what? There was rumors that you were gonna get um the hammer, and you know I well, always I thought like, yeah that was like oh that was a little too obvious. But to be honest, like I thought the spear gameplay wise was like a perfect addition because it's like the axe, like you have like strong close hand combat. You can throw it if you want. The blades, you can like take up a lot of space, you know, with like, slashing everywhere. Right, right. And then the spear played so differently. And I thought that was cool. It's like you can be and long also, distance. Right it's, it's, it's great because he's a Spartan. It ties ties into his origins as a Spartan. Like the spear was the like the weapon of choice. Well, there's a there's a direct line. He literally uh, Brock says, says, you know how to handle that? A a spear is the first thing a Spartan is taught. (laughs) Exactly. It does. It ties in so well with his origins, his character, his past. It ties in so well with that. Plus and the weapon is just badass. Lore, yeah, lore wise too, Drop Near was an actual ring uh that someone proposed with. I I I can't remember what it was. And it was like one ring was never enough, so the ring so always kept... duplicates. Right. So right. the fact that they turn it into a spear and also just that sequence is another really well done sequence. The the Lady of the Lake, you yeah. know, because the biggest thing you know, Sindri, uh, and I don't, this wasn't revealed in God of War 2018. Brock is three fourths a, a dwarf because uh, he died and Sindri wanted, you know, he couldn't accept his death. You know, that's a that's a big thing too, just kind of acceptance of fate and death and whatnot and trying right. to beat it or cheat it. Um, he only recovered three fourths of Brock's soul. 
And that's why well, he's lady, blue, right? Is that why he's blue? I, I think that's why he's blue. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that's why he's blue. And the by lady the way, like you said the lady of the lake, and this is like really kind of um, like a little parenthesis. There's one of Mimir's like random ass stories. I think he talks about the lady of the lake, but not the lady of the lake we meet, but a very prominent lady of the lake in mythology. And I think he makes kind of like an Easter egg comment on King Arthur, like the lady oh. of the lake of Excalibur, because the way Ooh. he talks about it, it, it's like, wait, what? That he, yeah. oh, he met this lady of the lake and it kind of, it sounds like an Easter egg, like of Excalibur and all that mythos. There are other pantheons in in the. I don't know if I call that a pantheon, but Uh, it's an interconnected world. I'm other regions of mythos. Other regions of mythos. Sure, I'm game. Um, I'm game either way. Um, but just you know, it was kind of heartbreaking because she did. That was Brock's dream. Was oh, he was excited. Yes, and and Sindri was like, "Oh no, you shouldn't go. I should go." It's like, why the hell not? I want to go see the Lady of the Lake. And you know, again. There's so much growth in Kratos. These are his friends. Kratos yeah, calls them friends. He, he, he actually calls them. He that. actually calls them friend. Kratos told Sindri to back off. Let Brock do this. He needs to know the truth. You know, and right. he, if you're not going to tell him, he needs to find it out on his own. And but either way, this is what he wants. You know, it's like, let him let him do this. And, sin- and it, I, I like to categorize this as we kind of see a, a fall of Sindri as a character. And then mm-hmm. you have the yeah. rise of Brock. And right. uh, at, at the heart of it all, they're just, again, everyone is trying to protect one another. And right. the consequences, you know. So Brock realizes he's dead. Um, and then, but, you know, Kratos still... I need you to bless my the spear. Oh, know? I love that. That oh, was such a great scene. That was mm. so good. But it's too, like, you know, it I is the nature the of a great blacksmith. It is the nature of a thing that gives it its essence. Yes. Kratos, Kratos is trying to comfort this guy. A, a, a character trait that you never would have seen in like, I don't know, God of War 2 or 3. Like what? He's caring for someone that Brock, Brock is not even blood related to him. To me, that's growth in a character. He no. really sees these people as his family, He's learning blood to or trust. not. He's learning to trust because Kratos has always been very apprehensive of everyone. You right. know, because every right. person he's met has somehow always wanted to use him. And he's never been able to fully trust anyone. Like, like God's people alike. And these are the first people that he really learns how to trust. Other and... than, well... Other than than Lawfrey or Faye. Right, right. Faye. Faye. I liked I liked Faye in this game. Did you like Faye? I did. No, I liked she was like very familiar. Do you recognize Faye? Let me ask, do you recognize Faye? Yeah, she who who is she? Because I know I I couldn't put my tongue on it, but then I looked it up. I was like, wow, that's her. No, I don't think I do. Uh, not off the top of my head, not to play it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Is it, is it, Um. oh my God, wait. Is it the actress from Daredevil? It is the actress from Daredevil, uh, oh. Karen. I mean, not, Deborah Ann Warl. Yes. Interest, uh, okay. uh, the love interest? 
Uh, yes. 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 Yep. I, I literally, I had no idea. And the second you said, do you know who it is? And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Now that oh. you say it, I do hear it. I do hear it. She does. She looks, yeah. She looks exactly like her. Um, yeah. No, I like those moments because you kind of get to see Kratos in the past where he's still like extremely stoic. He's not talkative. He's like just grunting and mumbling mm, and like mm. Faye's like bringing him along slowly. And like, you know, it's like, you know, Faye, Faye is like this airy spirit girl. And you can see why Kratos would, you know, kind of be like into it right. while still not being able to express anything to her. Um, so right. I thought that was cool and engaging. It wasn't like on Angerboda Atreus levels where I was like, oh right. shit, these, right. these guys I'm like so locked in with. But it was nice and I liked kind of having that throughout the game. I thought it was well placed throughout the adventure. Right. Right. I, I I definitely appreciated those scenes. Not as much as the anger boda bits, but it, it it was still pretty good seeing uh seeing Kratos open up vulnerably like that. Um but that trust of course is uh Kratos spreads that trust a little too uh thinly across everyone. You know, he's trusting Sindri, he's trusting Brock, he's trusting Faye, and to his detriment he trusted Tyr. And everyone trusted Tyr. And there's a consequence in that. Nobody was fooled. Not once, and I'm glad they pointed that out too. You mean everyone uh, was fooled? Because oh, I'm sorry, everybody decision. was fooled. Sorry, oh, okay. It was a trace decision, and like you get that he wants to put it on him, but nobody else saw. You know, and I'm glad no they one tried telling him. It's like, yo, and those other people know Odin. Right, Mir knows yeah. Odin. Freya knows Odin, and even Sindri and Brock have met Odin. I'm pretty sure Sindri and Brock made Mjolnir. Yeah, they did. Yeah, Antonio, was, uh, yeah. you're mute, Doctor Mondo. Um, but uh, yes, they they did make Mjolnir. Um, and the Leviathan Axe. And the well. Leviathan Axe. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, so, but yeah, nobody, nobody called it. Nobody saw it. Like as much as Atreus can put it on his shoulders, everybody's at fault. Um, but again, it's the same thing that, like, to a certain extent, that Freya did. Like. What Sindri is looking for someone to redirect his anger at. And the easiest person that he can redirect his anger to is really Atreus. Because like because all, all the events, all the events that lead to Tyr slash really Odin killing Brock are brought upon because Atreus goes really out of his way and is gun-ho about saving tear so like everything like atreus is like the catalyst of everything going to crap in sindri's eyes sure right. odin odin drives the blade through brock but the one that got the blade there was atreus well let's in let's sindri's talk about mind. it in sindri's mind at least in right. sindri's mind, yeah it's yeah. well it's it you watch it decline when we first well, become yeah. atreus the bear, like it's Atreus bear. and Sindri. Well, I'm uh, before the that it's Atreus and Sindri. You know, it's uh, that's your they're friends. They've been doing. They've this. been They've running been, off together. That's who's right. been kind yes. of like adventuring with. That's right. his. That's his best friend. You know, like yeah, he's his like only friend probably. He's, he's calling him. He's calling him Treus. He's calling him Sin. They're like it's a nickname. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then I think yeah, uh, it's the bear moment was the first moment where he starts to lose trust in atreus he's like you turned into a bear and you whacked me you know uh from there he's cold he's pretty cold he's not like all the way cold towards atreus but he's like you know not you know 
He's not cool. And then, you know, Atreus yeah. disappears and goes to Asgard and leaves them hanging all this time. And he's like, what about me? I'm I'm Sindri. We've been doing this from the get-go. Yeah. You know? Right. Sindri, yeah. Sindri feels that because on yeah. top of that, too, you know, Brock and Sindri have their little love hate very similar to uh uh my long lost brother and i um <laughs> uh but you know so it's like you know what that's funny you say that because i was thinking the same thing uh Sindri and brock's like love hate relationship is similar to me and my long lost brother so it's very, that's odd very yeah, interesting we both have very that. interesting yeah yeah interesting. weird interesting but yeah so then of course brock that that's the that's the tip of the iceberg you know Sindri's he's i I really don't know what to think of what happens next to Sindri. You know, it's so fascinating too because that's like such a choice. You know, it's like we watch all these characters like go on an arc and kind of like for the most part everybody lands in a better place. Like right, Sindri Thor dies, is but, the um, only one that lands in a worse place. Yeah, exactly. Who doesn't die or doesn't end up in a worse place? And it's all right. I don't want to jump to the end, but to like kind of end with that, that's like so interesting because it's like. Why? What? What's the? So like, the could, the, could like, could this be a loose end that's not tied on purpose? Ooh. Well, let's hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, 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 let's dial save it. Back. We're we're gonna get into uh, what we think the future of the series is. Right. Let's, uh, yeah. save let's for come. The end. Let's table this. Let's come back no. to it. We'll definitely oh, come by back. By the way, to by the way, I sent you guys through the chat like the video for. Um, oh yes, yes. We'll definitely check that way, out for sure. It is, it is Excalibur, for sure. Okay, there we go. All right, very interesting. Yep. Um, but uh, you know, aside from that, we get you know, Odin, Odin. Do we do we want to talk about Odin? Can we talk about the Aesir? The Aesir. Let's talk about all of them. All of Odin. He's the. Talk about. Can we talk about Heimdall? Well, hold up. We gotta start at the. We gotta start at the top of the tree, the patriarch. Start at the top. Okay. Right, right, right. He he is the patriarch here. All right, let's right. start. Uh hey, Trace is friend. That's who he meets first. Uh, oh, you friend? oh you want to work your way from No, nah, I was just kidding. We don't have to talk about it. He was fine. <laughs> All he, right, Scaffolder. Yeah. He had a crush on Thrud. It's he was okay. It's like, all right, Trace, you get another yeah. little buddy. It's like, He's all a right, mid guardian. Cool. But but again, it's Atreus interacting with someone his age. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it was nice. It was nice. Um, um so Heimdall. Yeah. Heim I mean All right, fine. Let's work our way up. Heimdall. We want to start at the bottom, build we our just, way up sure. to Odin. Sure. Let's 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 oh, go on this journey through. with Atreus. I'll try to get closer to uh the big house. Um, let's get to Heimdall. Let, let, all right, fine. Heimdall. Heimdall. Um, interesting character. He's the balder of the game, I feel. The asshole. Yeah. Yeah. He's the oh, guy that asshole. you want to punch um yeah. from yeah. the get-go. And You know uh, what? It's like uh, just real quickly, it's like I can't. I feel like most people can't help but like bring their MCU relationship to like sure. some of this yeah. stuff, you know. And it's like you know, Odin. It's like all right, he's the king. He's definitely different than um, uh, the MCU Odin. And you're like Thor. Okay, I'm seeing it. Like Heimdall being a total asshole. I felt like that was like the most like thing my brain had to wrap my head around. I was like, oh shit, like. He's just not the guy who stays at the gate. He's like, why is why he is he not played by Idris Elba? Yeah, you know, it was like it was like a couple things that I couldn't help but compare, even though I really didn't do that with like a lot of the right. other cast. It like maybe crossed my mind and I forgot about it immediately. No, yeah, it was, like, so I really didn't expect it was such a contrast. To yeah. Be like, like, yeah, yeah. I think I I think that was the main issue with him. But I mean, you know, he serves his purpose. He's that guy that 
you just want to beat the crap out of him. Whether it's with Atreus or Kratos, you know he's gonna get his shit rocked at well, some it, point. It was a good, it was a good, um, you know, kind of an, another catalyst of things. You know, Odin proposed no more Aesir blood is spilled. Right. We go to the Norns. The Norns say Heimdall is going to try to kill Atreus. Kratos is not trying to be a god killer. Um, also, he's really not in that fight. You know? He's not. He's, he's given, not. He's given Heimdall every chance to just shut the hell up. Yeah, and, and walk away. Walk away. Yes, and walk away. Did and... you like how when he walked away, he did the 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 the, the spear chant, and it blew off uh, Heimdall's arm? Yeah, that, that was amazing. Like, you don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's just um it's just such a good like it's just good story again um you know he's gonna have to revert back as much as he's not he's yeah. really trying not to and if, and if nothing else you know god of war has always had like you know you fight the gods that's like part of the selling point you know right and so up to right. that moment you know you fought thor in the beginning but that was like an opening fight like i think you know eventually you have the end game guys but um heimdall's kind of like the only person kind of like floating around you get that like kind of 1v1 really tough fight too so really um it was engaging. a really tough fight it was a good was fight a, it, was it was a, a fun fight. fight yeah I enjoyed it no um, and it's like heimdall is the because really when you go like you meet different ace here in the game and really they follow odin because of fear yeah. They really all hate Odin's ass. Everybody hates Odin. Every Except single one. Heimdall. Oh, Heimdall. Heimdall, Heimdall rides him. Heimdall. Heimdall is the blind, is is the devout follower. Like, just this fanatic. He's yeah, a fanatic. I, I and think that, it, like, And Mimir mentions it even before you meet Heimdall. He says it's like, Heimdall is one of the most dangerous gods because he blindly believes everything that Odin says is right. And like, like that nothing is like more dangerous than that. And when you see Heimdall for the first time kind of talking, it's like, oh, like Mimir was so freaking right here. He was right. He was on the money. This guy... But I, I, uh... I, I... I think it makes sense too that it's Heimdall who's so blindly following the man who sees it sees everything is but, the most blind to yeah. Odin. Oh, and it's his so his ironic. Reason. It's an irony, yeah. 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 Okay, okay, I can buy it. At least, at least you beat his ass. I'm, I, it was a oh, great yeah. boss fight. I, I, felt, I felt so good after that boss fight. I was like, "Did yeah. you feel good? I felt terrible." Well, I, oh. I felt good in the sense that he had it coming, but yeah, at the exactly. same time, I'm like. Kratos didn't want to do it. No, yeah, I'm on like, team. Oh, I'm on team Mimir. No, I'm like, man, oh, yes. like oh, I when, felt when, it when Mimir rolls over. Yeah, and Mimir stare. Don't do it, brother. Don't, don't do, do it, it brother. <laughs> ah, oh. that was that was a uh, heart wrenching. That was good. That was good. That was rough. But I still did want to beat him. Like I was just like, I'm I still, uh, Mimir. Uh, this is happening. This is happening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, this no, is no. happening whether you like it or not. And, and Mimir drops. He says, Ah, brother, I don't know if we're abiding faith or if we're breaking it or something like that because that sets in motion the rest of ragnarok they Again, said this yeah, would happen he has the horn of ragnarok yeah the, the galahorn galahorn of ragnarok 
Right. I really, like, I think like every time we talk of Mimir, it's like it just reminds me. I freaking love Mimir. I freaking love Mimir. He's great. He really is great. Um, like, yeah, just a, like a floating yeah. head that just sits on his hip. Just uh, great. Uh, it's just never great. get rid of him. Never get yeah. rid of him. On your left, brother. Uh, on, on your left. left. Huge. <laughs> oh, my eyes. Sometimes. I can't see. Very helpful. Kratos, <laughs> you're on fire. Did you, did you, yeah, boss. Exactly. <laughs> did you hear the line? Like, uh, it's a line that you can miss where, like, if you put, uh, they ask him, Amir, have you ever tried, like, being on Kratos's front hip? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. And he's like, never again. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, they tried it. They tried it. And they're like, no, absolutely not. Absolutely let me, not. Let me ask, have y'all unlocked the, the, the runic move with Mimir? Oh, the 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 head move with the Bifrost. Yes, yes. Oh, it's, oh it's, I don't think I have. No, no, you, you do because if you beat the game, it, it unlocks for you. It's oh, got you. Yeah. The description is literally like, um, unleash the the nausea building up inside of Mimir or something like that. Nice. And it's literally a relic that when you press, uh, I think it's L one and circle. Yeah. You grab mm -hmm. Mimir and it, he emits like like these laser beams out of his eyes. And it's pretty. He, it's pretty funny. He makes this noise like, like <laughs> That's pretty great. He's sick. He's sick. Um great, great stuff. It's just great stuff. Great stuff. Um, but yeah, that's that's Heimdall. Um, how do we feel about the the next leg up in the Aesir paint uh um uh, pantheon? Uh Thor and his family. You got Thor, Sif, Thrud. Thrud. How do we feel about uh the God of Thunder okay. and his fam. Uh, okay. Um, I guess going into the game, it was like, man, if we if we fight Thor, are we going to end up killing Thor? And I'm very glad that is not the route they took. You know, it would have been super easy to just have this cool one-off fight with Thor. I'm glad we still fought him. I'm glad we still fought him. But yeah, I'm glad it wasn't just this one-off thing. Right. And right. But again... Everything happens due to Atreus's decisions. We meet Thor. He's layered. He's hurt about, you know, the death of his sons. Uh, but also, he's not a good father. He's not. No. He, he beat the he's crap not, out of Modi. But he is trying. That's the thing. He is trying. He really, like, he really cares for his daughter. As I use it. And also, things that you can do when you're Atreus... And you're walking in that, like in the whatever hole, you know, the thing. The longhouse. The, the, yeah, the longhouse. The longhouse in Asgard, yeah. You can peek into the like the doors when where Sif and Thor. Oh, like put your put your ear next to it. You put to your ear in. in. Yeah. And you and like you can hear a lot of the things that go on there. And you really see like Thor is really trying his best to be a good father. He wants to be something that someone that his daughter is proud of. And he and but there's a lot of par like there's a lot of parallels to a certain way with old Kratos because he's being controlled by the gods. But you unlike, kill, I think. Yeah, exactly. You oh, kill, I think. Yes. But at the same time, uh, uh, unlike Kratos, old Kratos that was driven by revenge, he's kind of afraid to rebel against o to rebel against Odin, and Sif is pushing him on actually to rebel, like, constantly saying, constantly "What we don't like him? Like, we don't like, like Odin. Why are we, we don't listening like Odin? to him? Like fuck him! Like go up against him. You can do this." 
But it feels but like Thor's been manipulated since he was probably like Thor. exactly, you know? exactly. Like easily. Odin has like and, a lot of power over him, you know. And also, right. it, it's funny because like Thor has this hate against the giants, but in Norse mythology, Thor is half giant. So they they reference that. Um, I think they did too. Yeah, they yeah, do. They also did. It's like mm. why? Like, she's, like he's not the daughter of Freya. He's not no, the, he's no, 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 no. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, right. Balder is Balder's the only Balder's the only child of Freya and was the youngest child is was the youngest of all the Aesir. Um, this guy, like Thor, is half Jotnar, half Aesir, and it just like really hammers in like, wow, look hammers. how much Odin has manipulated Thor to the ooh, point ooh. where Thor became Odin's Inquisitor. When it came to the Jotnar, and I mean, thus ended up <laughs> genociding his own his own people. people. Yes, like exactly. So, but it's it's really not like it's sad, but it's really nice to see you know like Thor's character because you would think like oh Thor is just like the god of thunder, real really big and strong and blah blah blah. But there's so much more than meets the eye with him. Yeah, yeah. I want um, to shut they gave him character. The, uh, I was gonna shout out the uh, drunken moment when he's like, "Oh, great oh the scene. bar scene! Oh, the drunk great moment is great, great so moment. good, yeah. so good." See how that, that entire like the gameplay, the gameplay sequence there is super freaking cool. Like, yeah, and yeah, but super the fun. character moment is so freaking good. Yeah, yeah easily. I mean, and, Thor's trying his best. And can we talk about his? He had a slip up there. And his what? His daughter, like oh yeah, Throod. Throod is, I think Throod she's is, great. Throod is the shit, and she there is a Valkyrie. By the way, there's a scene at the end, at the like very end of the game, that's really cool. I don't know if you guys. Have oh seen no, no 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 no! I know what you're talking, talking about, uh, Doctor Mondo. Save you're the only one who's platinum this thing. So yes, save it. Save it. <laughs> Save it. I, and the thing is, well, I know exactly spoiling, what you're talking. But, I know what you're talking about because you referenced Throod and you said something cool at the end. Not here. Not no, here. That's fine. But but, just, but still, it, I'm just giving people more reasons to keep on playing the game. Keep playing. Play the, the end game. I wasn't gonna stop. I wasn't yes, gonna you were. Stop. You were gonna go back no, and play I Arkham. No. I kind of was thinking about stopping, so this is good. I needed to hear this. Yeah, like there's again, more. there's so there's much more to this game once you finish. There's, there's like, post game content. Oh, Keep there's playing. a Keep lot playing. of post game content. Yeah, I'd be like four dragons um, before taking on the final boss because I got lost a little. But um, oh yeah, no, I did the same thing. Though th those dragon yeah. side quests can uh, suck you in. <laughs> they kept oh, yeah. popping up. Um, I was like, damn, another dragon shit. But but I I definitely liked uh, Thor's characterization. I liked how he was just trying his best for his family this entire time, and I mean he's just being manipulated by Big Daddy himself, Odin. And you really see, like, firsthand with Atreus, like, how this man tries to win people over. He is very, very articulate. He's very charming in his words. He, The man knows how to speak and win you over. There were times where I genuinely thought, and, and again, yes. it, it was so yes. good because I actually thought as Atreus, maybe Odin maybe. is actually just trying to, save maybe, people maybe he's just trying to do the good the right thing a different way right There's... and it's it and it's all tied to this this is probably like the one element where i was like do i like this part of the story 
there's this MacGuffin, right? It's a MacGuffin. It's, it's a, a MacGuffin. MacGuffin. It's it's the mask. And it's the mask. The Well, basically, Odin sees a tear in reality. And when he tried peeking through there, that's how he lost his eye. Bam. Oh, that's how Odin lost his eye. That's cool. Uh, but it's a tear in reality that supposedly has the answers to the universe. It has all the secrets and all the uh, mysteries solved for you right from the get-go. And the whole thing with Odin is that he wants to he wants to tear open this uh this tear and they need this mask that Loki can translate and he's going around trying to find this uh all, all the pieces of the mask. This is probably the one thing where I was like uh I I, I I'm okay with it. I'm fine. I just didn't like I just didn't like how it was kind of just thrown at us in this game. Maybe it was referenced in the last game, I don't remember, but no. Um, I don't think so. But that's the um, big goal of Odin. It's like, you know, he wants to do this so that he can find the secrets to stopping Ragnarok. Because Ragnarok is coming. It's going to destroy Asgard and all the realms. Well, actually that's, just... That's yeah. that's the thing, is that originally everybody thought it was just going to destroy the nine realms. No, this thing is right. only coming for Asgard. Exactly. By the way, didn't that mask resemble the mask? Yeah, yes, um, yes, the mask from like the movie, Loki's the mask. mask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lo lo wait, Loki's mask. Right, I think it is supposed to be Loki's mask, but you know, we never see him put it on. Uh, right. But with that said, they even referred. They're like, Loki, what are you trying to do? Cause all this mischief? You know, the god of mischief. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. They, right, they, they drop roll that credits. There. Um, but yeah, Odin. Um. I mean, yeah, his motivation's definitely a, you know, kind of a MacGuffin, as you said. But definitely, right. we watch it unravel. This just everything is not grass is always greener in Asgard. You know, this dude seeds have in it, the roots have spread through so many of the Aesir right. and trickled into the nine realms. And he you just see that as you adventure. It's kind of like a nice world building aspect. It's like you hear yeah. stories of like how Odin ruined this place, how Odin ruined this place, tricked this person, this person hates He's them. Not a nice guy. Oh, and yeah. even then, like an even. So when you go into Asgard the first time, you see all the Midgardians, and you're like, oh, like Odin saved some Midgardians. It's how like, nice. How nice. They're, they're and basically refugees, and he's opening his doors. And he's opening his doors, and you know... He's really not. He's keeping them outside the wall. <laughs> no, but, but still... But it's asylum. Not... It's like away from the chaos of, you know, because Fimble Winter's in Midgard. Yeah, that's not, it's not... Fimble Winter's not being hit. Yeah, they're not getting and, hit by Fimble Winter. And then it's like, at the end, you figure out, holy shit, this motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, and it's like everything, he did. everything he does... It's like very nice in the surface, but deep down inside, it's rotten, just like just like his core. Yeah, and that's that's how you learn. This guy is a terrible person, and yeah. you can't wait. To, I I was looking more forward to beating his ass than Thor's. I, I wanted yeah. to fight Thor. I no, really I, wanted to rock Odin. I really me, wanted to rock Odin. Did you ever think? I mean, again, because this game throws a lot of different things, cool things at you. You know, as Atreus, you partner up with thor i was that like, was nice that was nice I was like, is, was... Thor, is thor about to become like a party member too yeah we didn't mention honestly 
square. Those, you know, like, like those scenes, those parts, you really don't need to do anything. Thor can do everything. Oh yeah, you're Thor just, like one shots everything. Uh, yeah, as and a you're party you're just like in the background, like oh pretty world, look at that, looking for treasure chests and loot. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's funny because at. At some point, I was expecting Thor to become a party member because if you pay attention whenever Thor uh, and Throod, whenever they attack someone, they would inflict like a, like a lightning bolt status ailment. And I would yeah. be like, oh, I can't inflict that. Atreus and Faye can't inflict that. They At some point, they must be joining the party because that's a unique status ailment that no one else can inflict. But... There you go. They they're the only ones that could do it. But still left out like on the cutting floor, you know. Could have been like yeah. an idea they had and was just like, ah, yep. we have so much back in. You know? Yeah, there's so much oh my god, the game was already too big on its own. Yeah. It's really yeah. Um, did you did you peep um because you know Mythos what Loki's adopted by Odin? Did you peep the brotherly bond that was semi forming? I did I did oh, feel that. I did feel that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, but like, but the last time he left them to, you know, run away with that rock from Sindri, where you know he yeah. said just slam us on the ground. Definitely at in that segment, I feel like they were kind of getting close. Yes, they were definitely bonding a little bit, and then of course Sif got into his head saying, "Thor, they killed our kids." what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> and at that point it's over it's like all right all right we're not doing this then and and, and then he dips um but, but yeah. uh but again like but, thor like thor was a great character and like he was unfortunately um, you know he passes and the way he dies it's it's tragic but he goes out i would say like such a better like such a better person yeah he goes out on his on his own terms in the sense of he's yeah, like not he listening finally, to his father. He finally stands up to Odin, right? And it's like right. again, the the, the phrase of the the phrase of the game, like be like, don't be sorry, be better, all the time. Right. That's what that's and what Kratos did. says to him, and, and he says we have to be better, not even for ourselves, but for our children. That's that's why, what snapped him in. Oh, that's that, why we need to be better. Some good dialogue too, right there. He's like, my son calls your daughter friend. I would never hurt her. Like, exactly. That's right. it. That's all right. it takes. That's uh, that's that's all the reason I have to trust her. If my son trusts her, I, I trust her. I love Kratos' like kind of mentality because you know, you know, he's like at his heart, he's kind of a meathead. You know, like he's not going to do like this like deep exploration internally. He's like, yo, my 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 son likes your daughter i wouldn't touch her and it's like it's that simple for him but yet it's like kind of layered and deep and it's so cool i kind of really dug how they were able to take a bit of a you know kind of like this warrior mindset person just like fill him with so much though yeah right. they just fill right. him with i dare i guess positivity kind of you know versus this Kratos is just a marshmallow honestly like <laughs> well it, i think it i think it also speaks to you know uh, Atreus and Kratos, they come to an understanding yeah. and they say, when I'm not here, you think of me. And when, you know, I'm not here, I'll think of you. Yeah, and exactly. it's like, keep, keep each, like we keep in, each other in check because Kratos says, I am afraid that if you're not with me, I will become the monster I once was. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, because it, like Atreus is 
Kratos's link, I would say, to it, like his humanity. He's his crutch. He's his crutch. Yeah, he uses him as a crutch. crutch. Anchor, 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 anchor. That's a better. He's one. his anchor, his moral compass to a certain extent. Right. Like the inspiration and the muse he has, and the reason to be better. If if Atreus is not there, what the hell is stopping Kratos from becoming who he was before? And exactly. So it's so it's so good like it's it's just it great. is good it, it is that it moment is is, is um, fantastic when they finally come to an understanding you know like i need right. to trust you and even though you're gonna do things that maybe you're not gonna tell me right off the bat why you're doing it you're my son and i will trust you trust your judgment and trust your decisions can i can i take it back to post atreus just freed garm and they finish fighting off and defending Sindri's house. Yeah. And Kratos, I mean, sorry, Atreus just buries himself into Kratos and hugs him. Nice. What a I need a hug. Right. Yeah. And then everybody, everybody has words for Atreus. Yes. And Kratos, you think Kratos is about to lay into him too. And Kratos says, Kratos doesn't. Kratos says, I'm just no. like, no, no. He says, Atreus made a mistake. And we will fix together. Daddy, father of the year, <laughs> father of the year. Oh man, it's it was great. It was great because I was expecting a reprimand. Yeah, too. Like, I like oh, it. don't do it, don't do it, man, don't do it. He, because that was after you know he Atreus returned from uh, Asgard and he felt like he failed. He's like, damn, no, I didn't. Not only that, accomplish like, anything big time. And not only that, it's like that was like right after to his like. When Odin meets up in Svartalheim with Kratos and kind of tells him, oh, yeah, yeah, your boy, he's with me. Oh, he's, he's doing great. He's doing yeah, great. Nah. He's something amazing, that boy. You want to see him? Nah, you want to see, see him? him? That's something you should be proud of. And it's like, have you ever wondered that you're the reason he left? It's like, and he really starts like hammering into Kratos' psyche. Oh, right. Playing that, with that's, a, that's another good piece of dialogue, which I think, plays into actually the ending of the game too. Odin asked Kratos, he said, did they ever pray for you, Kratos? Yes. Did they ever pray to you? Yeah. You know, right. were you a benevolent God? You know? You don't know what it is to be a God. Yeah, were you worshiped? Were you beloved? You know, like, did right. they like put you up right. on a pedestal? No. And that fits <laughs> so well with the ending. It right. just makes the ending so much more heartfelt and like so much more deserved well what happens in the ending right they uh well actually wait hold on let's go back a little bit the odin fight how do we think overall um Satisfying? i'm very i'm i'm i at, at one point i thought freya wouldn't join the fray huh oh wow huh. um yeah and i would have been really upset i i really thought she needs to be in this yeah um so the fact when she shows up i'm glad now it's the three the tritagonists right they're all taking turns beating his ass that little segment where you're pressing all the buttons to actually like uh hit odin it was yeah great. pretty cool i liked pretty it cool yeah um, i thought it was like a good ending fight wasn't my favorite though you know as i kind of mentioned right. like i like the bigger ones you know i liked was Heimdall more memorable? Maybe a little bit because I I really I mean, hated him. It's kind of like what we've been. I was just gonna quickly say uh, it's kind of like what we were talking about. Like 
by the time that fight came around, I didn't hate Odin as much as I should have. You know, they kind he of did didn't that hate Odin. He killed well, Thor. He they killed Thor and whacked through it with the Mjolnir. He killed he so Brock. Nice he was so friendly to him throughout the game. I He's so friendly. He must mean what he says. He I killed know, Brock. the whole time. I wanted him out of there. I, I was, was like, I okay, was Thor, ready. you got to go. But it wasn't like, yo, Heimdall, I swear, you're not living past this fight right here. <laughs> you know, it was just like a little different for like the ending boss. It's like it did not. I think changed my perspective on the game overall. I was just like, you know, okay, not my favorite. Uh, didn't hit as hard as I think some of the other bosses, but still enjoyed it overall. I, I I think the ending with that fight really culminates in what the lesson was for the tritagonists, as Grandmaster Hoop said earlier. They could have killed Odin, but they and they didn't. did not. It they was... All Sealed and, him inside of that what the the Yelheim marble the marble thing. yeah they sold and they they'll hold his on soul. his soul for a, oh that's and then oh oh yeah who, who comes in oh, he ain't and, living bam damn no hesitation just see no hesitation Sendry just comes <laughs> in the, ruins the it. fall of Sendry and I think that's important because it shows you the two alternatives that could have happened with this fight they could have went down the path of vengeance or they could have went down the path that they ultimately took which was they didn't forgive odin but they're like we are not doing this to seek vengeance um we're doing this to protect our loved ones vengeance versus justice justice yeah yeah yes yeah. this was all for justice and absolute they, justice. They, no stop <laughs> close <laughs> I, well, I don't close. think this is absolute century exacted some absolute justice. centuries yeah. of absolute oh, yeah. justice <laughs> yeah. that was like nope he, he gotta go bam done <laughs> and then he dips he's like all right i helped you guys you know with the assault on asgard uh you I'm know kratos done. led that army as as the as the general and yeah he's out he gone he and he's like I, i'm not your friend uh, did you guys feel for Sindri with like this, this hate, this hate, it's hate, it's hate that he has for uh, everyone and specifically Atreus? Yeah, like I feel like I feel for him because it's like he lost like, what like this is a love so deep that he has for his brother. Again, he brought him back from the dead the first time. He went to the well of the souls in Alfheim, stole like parts of his brother's soul back, you know, to like mesh it together and bring his brother back. A taboo and made himself hated by all of his people. He became an exile with Brock. You know, it's like he couldn't live without Brock. And Brock was his anchor. Yeah. Brock was his anchor. And he lost Brock. Yeah. He lost him. Mind you, too. And you the know, fate it's, it's, of the fate that Brock has after like his death. That's what oh, I was yeah, gonna he, say. Um, it's worse than any other fate. It's like Mamir says it. It's like a soul that is like incomplete or something doesn't go to like the well again. It's in limbo. After it's in, it's in yeah, a limbo yeah. for all eternity. Basically torture. They're in nothing. Like right. it's it's right. Hor it's horrible. So right. Yeah, like I think, I, I, think, I think the fact too is that you know all this happened, you know, Century went and collected three fourths. This happened in Century's house, you know, 
under his roof this is really under this is if it, it's it's misguided anger but he really needs to look at himself for you know it's a taboo to go bring someone back first of all and on top of that you brought him back and you ended up not being able to protect them yep. you know but at the same time it's like he also says something to atreus and it's like you came to me like i like i showed you all everything i gave you all my knowledge i gave you and gave you and gave you and you took and you took and you took and now you took the last thing from me that's how he sees it you took my and brother so let me ask you guys this since we're pretty much at the end of the okay hold story. on I'll, let me let me go real quick this might be what you're talking about the thing yeah. about Sindri, which i can't you know it's kind of like makes me step back when i step back from the game i'm just like where are you going with this if he ends at a worse place hating atreus that's like interesting but is this like is that something you're gonna build off in a sequel is this well DLC perhaps now see right here and again i you have to explore the game post uh po post credits right okay because Similar to what God of War 2018 did, um, you know, you finish the story and you get a secret ending when you come back to, uh, you know, Kratos's house and it teases Thor showing up with the with uh, Mjolnir and you're like, oh wow, I can't wait for this uh, for the sequel. So did they, they tease the next game? It did tease the next game. Like li literally, the the way in Ragnarok, the way Thor was introduced with the hammer when he like comes in, that's the same exact cutscene. From God of War 2018. Yes, where, yes, yes, yes. Where, where Kratos has the dream and he's like, who are you? And then you see the lightning come down and then he just wakes up like, oh, holy crap. Was, was that the future? What was that about? Yeah. So you get that in 2018. In this game, there is something very similar where you do a side quest. Um, I, I Since you haven't done it, I, I don't want to spoil it. But it's What's something... so funny is that when I finished, I was just kind of like, God of War secret ending. And I didn't find anything. There, there, is, like the there, is, there is a secret ending because when you do this side quest, once you finish it, like the screen fades to black and the credits, the rest of the credits start to roll. And yeah. it's not something that like, you know, teases like, oh my God, is that Anubis falling from the sky? Who's that? It doesn't That's... do that. It doesn't do that. Th that would be cool. That would be cool. Would be cool. But but instead, it addresses, it, it addresses the characters that we left and okay. what they're doing. Um, Interesting. And it's, it's specifically for like a funeral of a character that passed. Uh, it's, it's, it's Brock's funeral. It's Brock's funeral. Gotcha. And, and with that being Brock's funeral, certain things are addressed. So I highly recommend go out and playing that side quest and seeing how that plays out because it, it does address where we lead these characters. And I think that's really important because there's the big question of where does, where does the series go from here? Um, really big question. What's where, next? Like, you know? Will the next series focus more solely on Atreus? Well, well, here's the thing with Atreus, a more right? Grown, a more grown up an adult Atreus? Well, at the end, what what happens, right? Atreus. Uh, all right, beautiful, beautiful ending. First of all, go ahead, uh, sell it, and uh, say it right. Say the uh, quote right. Well, first of all, R.I.P. Freyr. Um, oh yeah, Freyr, Freyr died too. 
We didn't really yeah. talk about Freyer as much. Freyer. He was cool. He was cool. He was I cool. Him. Yeah, he was cool. Not, not quick flowers. No, but quick, quick flowers. He goes from being really kind of like a coward or to a certain extent to becoming a leader and actually he's, dying for the cause. He's just cocky. Know? He's a cocky guy. He, yeah, he's a cocky right. guy. But really, when the going gets tough, he's never there. Uh, he, he was there in the end. He was but there in the end. end but in best. the end, he was there and he gave it all. Yeah, he did. Right. Um, but yeah, shout out to Freyr. Um, shout out to Angraboda. Uh, her and Fenrir rip a portal for them to escape. I was like, damn, how are they about to escape? Wait a minute, where's Fenrir? And then there they are. There he is. Wolf, Perfect timing. Um, Trace gets knocked out, wakes up. Uh, they're back in Midgard. Um, you address pretty much every major character you met in the journey so far, and they have kind of a, you know, interestingly enough, they play it off as, you know, they're just happy that Ragnarok's over, but this is, they're all essentially goodbyes. Yes. These right. are right. their last. Like, like what are you going to do next? Like, what's your yeah. next step? Right. These these are all their last moments for, for the time being with Atreus. So that was very nice. You know, he, he sees uh, Skavolder, whatever whatever his name is. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, there's him. Hi. All right. He sees, he sees Throod and Sif, and, you know, Sif apologizes. and That was nice. That you was know, nice. Throod, Throod re reinforces that they do have a friendship. Um, team Angraboda. I'm glad he didn't choose. Well, Skilder likes her. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, Sk I mean, Skilder likes Trace her. Did say that. He yeah. Was yeah. It, of oh, I didn't know. I didn't. I thought he was joking. I didn't and, know. Okay. And, and and there was a line too where like I think uh, I think Mamir asked him like uh, Atreus, do you do you like Throod? And he's like, what? No, I, I don't like her. I, I'm only asking this because of I I want to help her. You know, achieve her goal. It it seemed based on Atreus's answer, it, it felt platonic. With yeah. it felt like you know uh, he couldn't come clean about Angraboda because they decided to keep Yoda exactly. The but he yes. definitely was referring to Angraboda. Yes, he oh, was referring sure. because yeah. he. I mean, because then at that point he was vague. He would say, "What happens when you're like into <laughs> someone?" And he's he clearly wasn't referring to Throod. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, wife, right? That's like the first girl his age. Yeah, oh, it's the first girl he's met. Period. There's all those <laughs> random conversations where they just start talking about that. And it's like, oh, this kid. Yeah. Right. It was, right. It was good. It was good. It was, it was nice. So, uh, um, but yeah, you, what? So what? What? What does he do? You see the other members of Freyr's army, like uh, the elves are there. Um, Lundra is there. Um, say goodbye to them. They toast you. Scalabrini. Uh, oh, he'll 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 Oh god. Hildesvini. Oh wait, is that Hildesvini? Hildesvini. Oh god, yeah, he's uh, yeah. uh he's right, cool. He's, he's he fine. He's I, yeah. I wish we'd seen him turn into a boar again. I guess not. Uh, that would have been nice. That would have been cool. Uh, either way, um, we get you know the best moments with the main character. So, Mimir, I think, is first and. He's like, you know, Mamir, you're basically my second father, you know, and mm. that was great. That was good. That was you know? nice. Was he nice. calls him a mentor. Uh, you know, shoot, you want to say try? Maybe there's a quad track in this. I guess. Yeah, Mamir is there every step of the way. He's there oh, yeah. every step of the way. He, right? he gets some on the final night. My man got uh, 
Oh, with uh, with uh, with Sigurd. 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 Yeah. Yo, yeah, you Sigrin. know, yo, Sigurd grabbed that head. <laughs> She's like, yeah, we're just gonna tell stories. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. Mm. Oh, what that tongue do? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> let Let me stop. Let me stop. Uh, but that was a great. That was a great. You know, moment. Right. Uh, right. Right. I think Freya. You know, she's uh, second to last, has a great moment as well. Mm. Uh, just basically, you know, reaffirming that she is now better. You know, she doesn't seek vengeance. They I are. I think that's indeed... what she says. She's part of the family. Like, she's, yeah. She's yes. Like, and she's yes. like, and it's kind of like what she feels for Atreus. It's kind of the pride a mother feels for her son. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't go. I, I, I would be saying like, you know, that maybe stepmom. Stepson? Oh yeah, maybe. It's a it's a motherly figure. She yeah. she even she's like I'm proud of the man that you have that, become. That yeah yeah. You that, know that's that, a that that's motherly. a motherly phrase. You right. know right right right. And and that's perfect. And for her character, she has a she has a hole. What gets bigger the more you take away. She Ooh. has a hole that was filled by Atreus. You know, right. Uh, Atreus right. sought her out first. That was her. That was him. That was who him. put that idea in her head. You exactly. Know? All things lead point back to Atreus, and then uh, we get Angerboda. Um, oh, Angerboda and Fenrir, right? It's Angerboda and Fenrir, and you know, it's kind of like I'm glad you went against fate. You know, and she's like, and she again, there's a lot of great dialogue. She's like, you know, I decided to write my own story, my own ending. You know, because she she's felt like, bound by fate too. She did. When, she when did. She's first like introduced this. Her. She said, "This is it. I give Loki the marbles, and that's it. My story's over." Yeah. Right. Um. Again, fate, big theme. Accept it, break it, or change it. You know. Uh. She changed it because of Atreus. Mm -hmm. You know. Yep. His decisions move this story along. Uh, and then she points out, "There's your father, right there, Big and, Daddy, uh, Big Daddy." <laughs> and uh, I think Kratos knew what was about to come. I think right. he was, I think he was mentally ready. But now I think nobody was ready for this. There was one last mural from Faye, right? And uh, help me out. Faye wrote this to defy the prophecy that the other giants. I can't remember. I think that's the original mural, like on the back. That's like shows like uh, Kratos uh, falling or dying, you know. But you you can look at the drawing. The drawing looks different of Kratos. I think Faye drew over it to try to change Kratos's fate, where it looks like he's being honored and like kind of revered and kind of exactly what basically Odin. Kratos becomes the new old all father to a certain. The well, he becomes he a benevolent. No, no, like he becomes like the new right. all father in the in the way that like everyone adores him. You know, like the benevolent the benevolent right. he finally becomes the benevolent god that is adored and not feared. Yeah. And right. adored for doing well and helping people. Which exactly. Is kind for, of you know, for doing the right thing. Coming to Ragnarok. And I mean, you see it in his actions when he sees that mural. I mean, the guy can barely stand up. He's just yeah. like he's so it's, struck with emotion. 
uh, I mean, Christopher Judge is just so great as, as Kratos. I, I never want uh, him to, uh, you know, be uh, recasted at all for a, a Kratos character. Um, but yeah, yeah no, it's, it. he, he is, he is. And um, so, yeah, he, he sees that. But then, you know, that moment happens after, you know, Atreus and Kratos yeah. have their moment. Well, well there's, there's two mirrors. There's one on the front and there's one on the back. They look right. at the one on the front right. together and they realize, you know, they did not ever see this because Faye wanted them to kind of test the limits of breaking and going against fate. This right. was always their predestined fate, but they didn't know of it. So they did it, you know. They did what was necessary and it came true. You know, that right. was always the it worked thing. Worked out. Yeah, it worked yeah. out because Kratos was like, we do what is necessary, not because Ooh. it is written. I love it. You know, I great love it. line. And it, it, it turned out it was written, but it was like, they didn't know it was written. They looked at the other one, which, you know, they were trying to not go by. So, right, right. Exactly. It still works. Yeah, it still works. And so then. We have Atreus in his newfound kind of foundation. I am Loki of Jotunar. There are other giants out there who their souls are locked in these marbles. We have a handful of them. I have to go find them, father. It's like, I have to do this as you know, this is who I am, you know, and perfect, just perfect culmination. It's, there's no questions asked by Kratos. There's no hesitation. I mean, it's all instinct, all instinct, all gut feeling, all instinct, all heart. Right. Yeah, and he says, "Go ahead, you gotta go, you gotta do this." And you know, oh, you see Kratos hug Atreus more in this game than ever in the first one. Easily. And each one is so emotionally, like gut wrenching. Oh my I, god! I felt, I felt it each time he did it. Oh, Every single time, man, I cried. I cried. I definitely cried. Ooh, it got you there, huh? Well, what finally got me was Loki will go, but Atreus remains. That is Kratos finally accepting that his son is also Loki. Right. Pretty fire. It's pretty good. It's and he says, great. remember our promise. When I'm not there, you think of me and I'll do the same. Beautiful. And, and you watch Kratos. It's from Kratos' perspective. You watch him go. You watch him go. So good. Yep. So good peak i i i i don't think you could have done any other ending better than than how you left it off there um with this game it was perfect it was perfect yeah it, it, <laughs> it was perfect. literally perfect um and then i guess the question from here is you know what's next i mean they leave the door pretty open so um, there's other pantheons out there they got egyptian are you uh, thinking like, like, this gen, next gen? Are you thinking Santa Monica Studios does a different game before returning immediately to God of War? Well, see, here's the thing. I from from a narrative perspective, I would like the I would like to think Santa Monica Studios has the artistic integrity to be like, 
you know, we did really good with God of War. Let's try something a little different um, next time. Like, let's do a new type of game. But Money Talks, this game was the most <laughs> sold, of, uh, the, the biggest launch of any first party IP of Sony ever in history. Not on the, not just on the PS5, not just on the PS4, in history of Sony's life cycle with the PlayStation. They're gonna make another game, like they they oh, yeah. have to. And Sony's honestly, gonna literally get the 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 rod can, and be like, "You're making." Honestly, another God they can of go War. exploring different pantheons with the premise. Like Loki is looking for the giants. We don't know where the fuck the giants are. We don't know where they ended up. And again, know where they ended up, they could have ended up in other pantheon and other pantheons, other you know like realms or universes, right. time, whatever right. you want to call. Do you want Loki to be the next? Yeah, the you main want the character. game to be called God of Mischief. Ooh, oh, they could do interesting. that. Interesting. And like, I wouldn't be surprised if Kratos, of course, like features because you can't kind of like take Kratos fully out of the equation. He's the mascot. He's the flash. Yeah, like, sure. because he's yeah. the mascot. But st uh, it, again, it would be more Atreus's story. Like this right. was already like Atreus's story, but kind of like balanced out with Kratos. And Kratos is just there again, you're, you know, like provide support. I don't know, but that's like one way they can kind of go, uh, like go into like, I don't know, the Shinto gods, like Japan, uh, um, Egypt, if you want to go through there. And you know, th these are, these are pantheons that are like not even speculated. Like it's confirmed these things exist in yes. God of War. Like there is an Egyptian pantheon. There is a Celtic uh pantheon yeah, so they there's exist. different pantheons of different gods so just like they they have so much lore to explore with regards to that and like what i was telling you with regards to like excalibur like they already do make so many other references and like i i i was checking out i sent you guys the link as like it says it reference it's a it's it is Artur, arthurian legend it references nimue ah like, okay okay he literally mentioned yeah. nimue that alone is like what okay so there there you go there's so much stuff that they can just like explore now how is it gonna tie in with the, like the story as it is now that remains to be seen but they can use the giants loki's on a quest to find the lost giants the lost giants could be right. anywhere yeah it's, they're not telling I, you they're they're like only in the nine rounds they could be anywhere let and, me and Oh, go ahead. Oh, go no. ahead, Dr. Oh, I, I, all I was going to say was I can buy a game just like I can be sold on the idea of uh, Atreus being the main character of the game in terms of I mean, they they literally showed us fleshed out combat where you can't even play as Atreus anymore. Like once he leaves, that's it. If you want to play as him, it's over. Go restart Replay the game. Replay the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I feel like that was kind of like Santa Monica's tease and saying like, hey, Maybe if you guys like this, maybe we we might do a full game on this. It, if you're it kind of felt like these two games were uh, Kratos handing off the baton. You know, it felt yes. like this was the end Passing of his adventure. On the torch. Right. You know, he's yep. like has a son now. He's visually older. You know, um, yeah, he's right. had his adventures. He's really reflective. You know, um, mm -hmm. so in a way, it feels like storytelling wise, the next logical move is to give Atreus the lead. But you know. Uh, money talks. Got money talks. talks. Got to have the talks. mascot. Let me say, yeah, and again, like Kratos is an immortal god. 
you know like right right Kratos is over over three thousand years old in this game yeah like, thousands of years have passed since god of war three so Easily. it's not really that far-fetched to jump like really really far far front and let you know like get like another cradle story or something like that again like a lot can happen in two thousand years let me yeah. let me yep. say this from a story element a story perspective it's it would be very great to play as kratos again from the father who just let his son go off into the world and watch him balance with that idea of not knowing what his son is doing whether his son is safe all the while i mean each god of war game deals with you know kratos going to another pantheon but they could easily do what kratos did kratos is from a pantheon and you know inserts himself into the norse right no right why can't other pantheons come to here oh they they, they come to him instead of yes him you know out. put that let's put that into the atmosphere because you yeah, know like or you know like now kratos you know kratos has a new role now right because kratos like he's no longer like his son has left you know his son has become his own person kratos he's still a father but he's not really you know caring for his child anymore great uh, but he isn't hell-bent on revenge as he was in previous games you know we have right. a kratos that, and now he has the role really as the protector kratos right now is the protector of the realms uh uh almost like the new all father quote unquote and if we yeah. were to see, you know, like these new pantheons come in, that's like another, you know, another layer to what to explore. Because like now you're not only fighting for yourself and, you know, your son, you know, your immediate family to a certain point you're fighting now. Now you have like all these people look up to you for the first time in your life. People look up to you their expectations on you you are the main man you're not being you're not being puppeteered by anyone you are the main man right right and it's like that is something that he has never experienced and seeing like let's say other gods come in a pantheon like taking advantage of you know what happened with ragnarok that like asgard is done the Aesir are weakened all this kind of stuff you know it's like oh maybe like war among pantheons but they maybe always, yeah maybe they're always kept themselves in check because like uh just mutually assured destruction and now one is weak so oh let me just like come and it conquer. could be an expansion effort yeah like, let me just like conquer on. conquer this pantheon's territory we just and need like, new territory that the games this game took us in new territory yeah. but dare i say I feel I wouldn't want to play an Atreus solo game. You would, would not want to play. I would prefer. I think their stories just really work when they coincide with one another. Oh, so you want both still? Yeah, I yeah. want. They could run parallel to one another. Okay, okay. You know, and yeah. then eventually like maybe in the have a reunion of sorts yeah. in the game. Okay. But I, I would love to see again, kind of 
them doing as what they said when they are not present with one another but now they're kind of worlds apart though how does that really look and will yeah. they ever reunite i love to i would love to see that story yeah, and also because also ain't nobody going anywhere freya yeah mamir this is a squad in yeah. any future games if we tackle any other pantheons unless they, they i don't know unless God. they jump a bunch of years and don't show us what happened in between there's no reason why i don't see these other characters coming along for the ride you know god of war 3 ended with just kratos so it makes sense he came over here alone right he's got right. a family like you kratos know? for the first time in his life has people he cares about he has a family he has friends he has people that look up to him not only because oh like you're the strong warrior no it's because like you're the protector and that's and, i like i i like where we leave off in there yeah. you know it's it, it's a good feeling it's not pessimistic like how god of war 3 was was like oh great he got his revenge no but, but you god know, of war 3 like god of war 3 was pessimistic but to a certain extent kind of positive right that was the so purpose of god of war 3 like you were on board for his vengeance you're like all right screw everyone but like just, but i'll just get this guy like he does um, he does like release hope into the world right and that is like something that was like totally like against his character like if you were thinking like oh he's hellbound on vengeance and then out of nowhere you know he kind of like comes to terms with with you know all the things that he's done but yeah like there's so much that they can really do going forward and again there's and let's say if it doesn't happen right after this game again two thousand years a lot can happen I'm, yeah a I'm, lot can happen in two thousand years i'm okay with them kind of just sitting on it letting this simmer for a bit and then you know maybe doing an immediate be, story could, afterwards or two thousand years later could it be an atreus um, an atreus kratos war i don't know no nah, just kidding no <laughs> no no that, that uh, would but well I, you know that being said i think we're like at, at the tail end of this where we kind of just we we kind of went through everything on why we enjoyed the game is this is this anyone's game of the year like nope. I, I get this is mine i, I oh, hands down i, oh, hands I, down. I get I, I and haven't you, played the GOAT of uh, Elden Ring. No, and, but as a person who played Elden Ring, and I freaking adored Elden Ring. Elden Ring is one of the best one of the best games I've ever played. This game, this one's up there. Get harder. Like this is I can honestly yeah. for me, this is possibly like one of the best, if not the best game I've ever played. Like the way yeah. I felt the like the way I felt, how invested, and you know how I felt once it ended. It was like such a wonderful experience. I can't find anything wrong with the game. It was. I freaking love Elden Ring, and you you all know how much yes, I love Elden Ring. Yes, <laughs> we know. And it's it like was, for me to say this, it's it's a lot i mean like ragnarok was a game that had a lot of hype going into it like we said earlier and i feel like it delivered on everything one thing because again i i don't want to just sing universal praise on the game i feel like there's some things where i'm like uh, you could have you could have done something different like for example um one of the things i wish they did was like you know the executions with the monsters some of them are copy and pasted from the previous game 
One cool thing they could have done was maybe, depending on the weapon you used, it would have switched up the animation. So, like, maybe you execute with the Blades of Chaos, execute with the Drop Near Spear. But again, it's it's such a minor grievance. I, It's hard to find really anything wrong with the game. I feel like 2018 and Ragnarok did things so differently because, like, 2018 had the benefit of this is a new adventure, new combat, new characters, and it had the wow factor to introduce you to this new mythos and the surprise with the Blades of Chaos, like Hooper TV was saying earlier. I felt like Ragnarok didn't have a moment like that where you so, where you you found something you're like, oh my god, this this changes everything, like the Blades of Chaos did. Yeah, this one didn't have it. That's not saying it's bad, but it was one thing that, that I would say I was expecting, and it didn't happen for me in Ragnarok. Um, Despite that game of the year, it's 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 up there with, with one of the best games I've ever played easily. 100%. Yeah, I think I go game of the year too. Um, I put like 40 hours into Elden Ring, kind of fell off around the Witch School. Um, it's a great game. It's like a masterclass, I think, in kind of game design, you know, just like right. how much they put into the world building, how much they put into kind of like the customization aspect of it it's really out of this world um and so i think like logically i'm more impressed by what Elden Ring was able to accomplish but i think in my heart of hearts in my like if i turn off the logic side of my brain i'm just like what did i enjoy more what did like what what made me want to like break out another bottle of wine and like sip another glass on like night four playing and like was blown away by certain aspects and certain choices uh you know santa monica studios made it's this, you know, it's Ragnarok. I think it's like, it's definitely between Elden Ring and Ragnarok, in my opinion. I played uh, Horizon, which is not in the conversation. I think that's up for game of the year. I love Horizon. I love Horizon, yeah. but it, it just doesn't hold a candle. <laughs> now, I just yeah, got to say. Legends Arceus was in it, but like, and I liked Legends Arceus, but like that. Oh, the, the, the Pokemon game. Yeah, that 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 was nowhere near Ragnarok levels, despite being no, fun. Yeah. You know, I just gotta sure. say that Horizon has the horrible luck of like both games, like because really both Horizon games are really good games. They're always released in the same year mm. as a groundbreaking game. Weeks away too. Not even like same year. Yeah. Weeks, weeks away. away. Horizon Zero Dawn was Breath of the Wild, and um, Horizon uh, <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West was Elden Ring. So Elden Ring and like in the same year, and then God of War. Yeah. Like honestly, like when it comes to El like it's between Elden Ring and Ragnarok for me. Like Elden Ring yeah. is just like Elden Ring is massive. Like Elden Ring is a world. It is an absolute world. Let's of not make this about Elden Ring. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> the, I think the reason I pick Ragnarok is it's just, again, it's like, it's such a personal game. Like, a per, like it's a very story, again, very story driven. And it's just like, it not only wows you in the, like, how it looks, you know, because Ragnarok is also pretty big, the freaking, uh, the freaking game. But it's you just to explore like, all the nine realms. Finally. It's also, you know that you feel like you feel attached to the characters in the game. Elden Ring doesn't do that because the way Elden Ring is made is not for that. Elden Ring has like lore and all that, but it's like you're you're this 
tarnished. Right. That go, right. <laughs> they go um, up and you're um, the Elden Lord. Is that right? Uh, you don't feel this, attached to anyone. This one had a narrative where it, it kind no. of like locks you in and doesn't this hold your pulls, hand, but like no, it pulls at your heartstrings. Right. This one pulls right. at your not not only is it stunning, it's fun as hell, it's very rewarding, but it also pulls at your heartstrings. And that's not and that is something that Elden Ring does not do because it's not made for that. And like I totally respect right. that. Uh um, yeah. God of War for me, game, game of the year. Heart, game of the year. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Grandmaster, your game, your game of the year, or is it Arkham Knight Ar again? <laughs> 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 oh, Gotham Knights! Gotham Knights! I didn't play Gotham Knights. Thank you very much. <laughs> I never will. I'm pretty sure the game will. of the year is Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I Those would not ooh. give that game of the year. <laughs> but granted, I mean, I don't play many games in a year. But I, I do play Arkham. I started Horizon. <laughs> uh forbidden west you started uh, it started yeah it. and I, I got maybe like two-fourths i guess halfway through um but okay, like you okay. know and i and i played pokemon uh scarlet i don't think i played any other or had any other major purchases this year but when it comes down to it um like as dr mondo says uh this it's really the story of god of war that keeps right. you going for example you know in horizon the story has so many breaks and there's so much free roaming that you can you know do and take the story in whatever direction same thing with pokemon is that um it's hard to stay kind of focused in on the main central plot of the story and just god of war just has always excelled in its story there's not a single God of War entry that I mean I've only played the main. Well, um, well, that like wow. the other like the ones that aren't the Whoops. main titles. This is my turn. This is my turn. <laughs> None of them have ever deterred. I feel story wise, they keep you engaged, and it is just peak video game cinematic. And I think that's what I look for when I play a game is that, you know, the time taken for these pure moments of cin cinematicness, like my background was Skull and Hati. That was oh, nice. That was I such like that. a I great love, I freaking scene. love those those scenes when you just like, and everything just changes from right. nice to nice. This game just does everything right. I mean, does the combat and does the gameplay differ from the previous entry as much? No, it doesn't. It feels overly familiar. It it sure does. And I said that in the beginning. Until you become Atreus, it felt more or less the same game. Um, but it's the story that keeps you going. They excel in the story. They excel, they excelled with their casting. Everybody does a superb job here. Um, Everyone gets flowers. The music also helps a great deal. Shout Can out you to sing the song now? I know the Ragnarok song. Go, but... go ahead. Okay, we'll we'll say it for the end. We'll let you. Okay, leave. for we'll the... I also know leave. the soundtrack song of "Blood Upon the Snow" by Hozier. I've been playing that on repeat lately. I need to um, listen to that one. That's the song that plays over the credits. Oh, oh, blood upon yes, the snow. Yes, the one with oh, actual lyrics. Oh, yes. it's so good. 
I'm going I'm going to I'm going to add it to my Spotify now. Oh, here. it's so good. Hosier one nice. if you know Hosier. Wait, okay, blood okay. upon the snow. Blood upon the snow. Um upon the snow. But yeah, this game just does everything right and I put all all chips in when it comes to the next entry of God of War. I'm I'm in there. Uh Yeah, they managed do everything right. I okay. like you said, Dr. Jace, I can't find anything really to complain about. Nothing um, significant. Nothing no. significant no. To, to deter. Um none at all. Fantastic game through and through. Uh on the same level as God of War 2018. Uh I can't wait for the next one, whenever the hell that is. I, it might be this gen. It honestly i'm gonna I guess think, this gen i'm saying this i think, gen. I think said, there's one more maybe one more I like think at, the tail said, end, at the tail yeah, end at the tail end maybe if they were to make another god of war game from like the last thing i read i think it would take like five to six years something like that i i that's believe that's fine it. i believe I it. take your time <laughs> okay waiting yeah oh no take no no like time. for i'm gonna like i'm gonna buy it like right out easily right i i never buy games day one I never do it. I always wait for like a sale or a Black Friday sale. God of War Ragnarok was like a commitment where I'm like, I'm getting it day one. Uh, like, 70 I, bucks is going to hit, but I I have to play it. Don't eat, don't regret it at all. Not no not regrets. even a small percentage of doubt. So I, I'd pay 70 again to experience it for the first time again. It was that good. Yeah. Fantastic. But uh yeah i i think that kind of wraps up our thoughts on god of war ragnarok i mean you guys have been hearing us we've been singing the game's praise if you haven't played it yet why Play. the hell did you listen to this pod <laughs> uh or, or maybe maybe you just wanted to hear the story get a taste for it and then play it yourself maybe you're maybe you're a gameplay fanatic maybe the gameplay will sell you instead and the gameplay is really good too so really uh fun. really fun so check out God of War Ragnarok. Um, it's seventy bucks right now. Maybe it'll go on sale for Christmas. And if you already finished the game, but say like, "Hell, why shouldn't I play?" Because I already finished it. We, I think, gave you quite a few reasons for you to continue playing the game. Play go the on. post game. Play, play the, the post, post game. game. It's worth it. Very, very worth it. Very, very worth it. Um. But yeah, I say that wraps up our thoughts here on God of War Ragnarok. Uh, if you guys want to give us a listen, we're on all your social media podcast listening stations, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at the Yonko Table. You guys could have could have also watched this live as we streamed it on Twitch at Dr. Jace Attorney. We might do some endgame content on there. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We're on Sonic Frontiers right now, but god of war ragnarok Ew. it's good man leave me alone i like it <laughs> but uh we might touch on some end game content with god of war ragnarok so check that out if you want to see us play alive and um yeah i will say that wraps up our thoughts on god of war ragnarok i'm your yonko host dr jace attorney fellow yonko grandmaster hoop admiral hooper tv and supernova dr mondo Grandmaster Hoop, do you want to lead us out with the new theme song that you finally learned with Ragnarok? I don't know the language, but I'm going to try my best. That's okay. Make it up. Ghost of the Sun of 